Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Das Matrix, it looks good. <clears throat> Keanu has an aged man. He's just got a beard. I just like the fact he just looks like John Wick, even though I haven't seen John he Wick. Does and don't say he, he plays like, John Wick. Plays, <laughs> I know that. He looks like he does look like John Wick in this Matrix. Yeah. Because he's filming them both at the same time and they both yeah. come out on the same day. Yeah. Classic. Oh, that was the big that was the big conspiracy, wasn't it? The conspiracy was that John Wick was in the Matrix and the story is him waking up from being John Wick. Yeah. Yeah. Which That'd is hilarious. Amazing. It, I, I don't know. I think I'd be sick <sighs> if that happened. Well, you don't know yet. You've not seen it. Could, you could, I, if that happens, I think I'll probably just burn everything, every memory I've got of the Matrix out of my head. What's he doing up there with his little hand? What's he doing? I'm just trying uh, to line was, your hand up with that. I'm just trying to line my hand up with this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. can't and that's do the it. intro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is the first time we've ever recorded and it's been light in here. So Yeah, yeah I know. For once, I don't have to use my fucking rig lights. Yeah, I'm hoping it's still light when we leave as well because uh, I was a bit scared leaving the industrial state with my... Oh, light. really? Yeah, well, the, the light... So it's, there's street light in there, but because I was wearing my bike helmet, my 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 shadow was a bit different to what it normally was. I was like... Ah, ah, ah. Ah. There's a fucking astronaut chasing after him. Star Wars, where I can Skywalker turns around and it's actually Darth Vader's shadow. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Remember the, the poster, the big poster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then that, uh, and they did that with Anakin, didn't they? It was it? Yeah, yeah, it, was, that's it, yeah. it was Anakin outside his house. That's yeah, it. and then the shadow, shadow was Darth Vader. That's it. Yeah, foreshadowing, literally foreshadowing. Mm. There have not. Uh, by, by the way, going with the um, 
Matrix shit. All I've seen is pictures at the moment. I've not oh, seen I watched any. it earlier. It's really good. Yeah, Does I it didn't realise they were that far. And it, like, there's loads of like, like, there's like shots of him like, like pour, throwing blue pills away, like almost like he's taking the blue pill as a way of forgetting. Yeah, it's really good. Oh right, okay. Yeah, very yeah, interesting. That's, that's why I heard about it. I heard that that like he after leaves. the last one, they just restarted the simulate. Well, they did restart the simulation. But they put him back in. I would have just killed him off. Well, there's a theory that the one that he woke up from in the first one was actually a simulation within a simulation. So there was a rumor oh, that, that Zion was actually a, a simulation inside another one. They're fucking inceptioning so him. They've, they just, they've up, listened to he, our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. If they do that, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to like that. It's a good way of resetting it, though, isn't it? Huh? It's a good way of just going, yeah, none of that was all, it was all a dream. Yeah, it's just kind of like a... a, a, a Canonic, canonic way of retconning everything mm. prior, so you're just yeah, safe to do whatever the fuck you want. Actually, Go watch the new Candyman, and then you'll realise that this year is probably not going to be a great year for movies. Oh, is yeah, it crap? Right. It's sack that. Oh, but oh. people just do nothing was amazing. So yeah, but I mean, like you said, that couldn't could not have not been amazing. I don't think. Yeah, I think they just because they made a, just an episode, but a long one. They didn't try and do anything special with it or try and yeah. make it like a different style they kept the same style which is great I, I'm still sorry go on Ben sorry you've not frozen I know I was just going to let you finish what's <laughs> <laughs> um, as well oh fucking let me it's funny because as soon as you said you've not frozen you're both froze <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit as well um, like Honestly, I don't know if you heard that, but literally yeah, as did, soon yeah. as you said... I can hear frozen, you perfectly. You've not he, broken he up once. He started moving again, and then everything <laughs> stopped, and you just went... Well, what was in that case, JJ, we'll wait for you to kind of like... We'll just go, and now for JJ, and then let you go off on like a massive tangent. And then The problem is, I don't know whether when you're speaking, it's behind, because it freezes. So I'm like, are they about to talk? So I start speaking, and then it just all catches up, and you two are like speaking at the same time. It's oh no! We, awful. Yours, like I've not, we didn't have any issues with the like with the the audio or anything when it came in. Like when I got it back, um, yeah, because you're recording it, so at your end, your bandwidth, yeah, fine, and you're so you're fine, fine as well. You've you've always kept up, so that's strange, isn't it? That it, it doesn't keep you up. You it's, could just the audio slows down. Mm. And then the video just completely stops. But then the audio carries on from where it stopped. It doesn't. It doesn't just cut parts out. It just says it really quickly. It's yeah, right. I understand. yeah. It's like when FaceTime so does it. FaceTime does that sometimes so when weird. I'm talking to my dad. He'll freeze and then he'll go <laughs> and just fucking ramble off what he done in yeah. a week in about three so, seconds. So, ladies and gentlemen, now we've discussed the films that are coming out in in the future or that have already come out, and how Zoom isn't that good for recording or talking to your friends. Welcome to part two of 9-11 by Not Another Conspiracy Podcast in Detroit. Still, Dean Sorter. Still, I'm here. Get me out. How you doing, everybody? (laughs) (laughs) And in York, Mr. JJ Jackson. Hello. And you'll notice that- I am drinking. Oh, you are? we got him back. This is so depressing. (laughs) I decided to get pissed. Uh, well, I've got some water and, a, and a, I've got some beer downstairs. I might get one when I go for a piss because that will happen. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so the sun's and out in all. We've, we're all uh, doing this during the day, which is like the first time. It's a random one for once. But again, all the way from Southend, Ben Mills, everybody. They don't even know where I am. I'm not fapping. Really I'm actually clapping my hand on my fire. It's going to look so suggestive. 
I'm just pointing in every direction that I could have possibly been there. in on the Zoom. You don't know where he's editing, so it could be. I'm not editing anyone. I'm just going to drop this in box. again because that worked so well last episode. Uh, so hopefully you've listened to episode one of our 9-11 podcast and you've not, scra- you've not skipped the history to come straight to the conspiracy because a lot of it is referenced. You kind of need to know what we talked about last episode, right. which was recorded two days ago, even though... Some interesting facts about uh, the positives of 9-11. Well, you know, well, there, is, there are some interesting facts about the positives of 9-11. Obviously, the amount of child molesters that could have perished. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. You have to go and watch that episode if you want to find out that. The exact numbers, because we won't tell you those gag. numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's a, there's a competition. If you can tell me the exact number uh, of people in the comments below uh, or on the Discord, how many people I say in episode one were paedophiles or child molesters in the Twin Towers in the on 9-11, child molesters. I will do nothing. We would give yeah, you you'll nothing. just get a shout out. That's bad. I wonder yeah, if you there's any convicted paedophiles. I didn't search that. I just searched yeah. percentage of average. I'm just going to actually find that out while you well, do There we riffing. go. Because, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this is the conspiracy episode of Not Another Conspiracy Podcast 9-11 special. Yeah, the uh, episode prior was a build-up uh, history of, um, well, just a lot of political movements that led to the radicalization and the situation that the world finds it in, even 20 years later. Yeah, and this one's a little bit more free-flowing, a little bit more silly. Even though we were quite silly before, this one's going to go back to being our usual very silly selves with a lot of shouting. Say. Now, JJ's drinking as well. There's going to be a lot more shouting. And within the first few minutes, a non-stroke immediately, do you know what I mean? Oh, so we're on... Lots of we're, tosh. We're sharp, we're sharp today, lads. We're, we're sharp. sharp, yeah. Yeah, I wonder like, what Prince Andrew's thoughts are on 9-11 are. I bet he doesn't even know it happened. I bet he has no clue that 9-11 happened. Well, I reckon I, all his information was probably in there, and the Queen probably set it up just to. Uh, right, I that, bet well, that's he what they say, isn't it? They say there's a lot of information because the FBI, the CIA, the, um, and uh, another company, another like intelligence agency, agency were in Building Seven as well, and phew, all gone. And it makes me wonder whether back then uh, Prince Andrew was probably like, oh, everybody knew about Epstein back then, but they were keeping it on the on the download because so many people were obviously alive and uh, could easily be convicted. And when that went down, he was probably like, oh, thank Christ for that, I'm off. Yeah. And lo and behold, he isn't. He is still a massive I nonce. still can't get over the fact that he wore a Navy Admiral's um, outfit to his dad's funeral and he wasn't in the Navy. Yeah, what is that? But like, Harry that? wasn't allowed to wear his military uniform because he's out of the family. That is such a weird... Like, I know we shouldn't... I know we're talking about 9-11, but I do genuinely think, like... Why is no one making more of a fuss about how Prince Andrew has still not been arrested for being a yeah, And he's, he's not been deported or anything. He's yeah. honorary, isn't he, in the Navy? Uh, is he the Navy or the RAF? He was he's in like the RAF. Honor, honor, honorary general. So he's like not even a good, anything good. Somebody has just said, "Yeah, because your royal family will give you a little Yeah, badge. I will give you that title. He'll give you a little Have this. I can just half imagine him just wearing children. a normal suit with just the badge on it saying I passed the RAF or something like that. Or the Navy. I was a good little boy at the RAF. I was a brave soldier. I was a brave, brave soldier. little soldier. <laughs> have a long I, was, I was in the Navy, but all they called me was a nonce. Just yeah. on this shirt. <laughs> Navy boy. He's in the Navy, yeah. And then he's just a secret teacher nonce. that says yeah. don't sweat it. 
I'm a secret nonce and all I got was this lousy general if you want and not another conspiracy <laughs> podcast t-shirt that says don't sweat it and a picture of Prince Andrew on it let us know in the comments let us know in Discord because we can get Great those idea. now we that can is... get whatever merch we want done because we're going to have a merch contract with our friends around the corner we're going to have unlimited merch designs and everything uh, and we drop shipping so we don't even have to think about it. We just put, give them the design and they sort it out. He's, he's coming in two well. months. Yeah, here's something as well. For anyone that gets a tattoo of Prince Andrew's face and with little things saying, don't sweat it underneath. I'll do it for free. <laughs> JJ will do it for free. JJ will do it for free. I will actually do it for free. And you'll get a free shirt whenever we get the merchandise yeah. installed. And you will just get a and, and I will And I will come up to York with you while JJ Witness. does the tattoo on you. So, and I'll yeah, be on FaceTime in the corner. Yeah. I'm putting it out there. We have to set up a competition for that by the end of this episode. Yeah. And we'll work it out by the end of this episode. Whoever is the winner can come to York. I'm not paying for you to come to York, but you can get the tattoo saying, don't swear. That's a fucking phenomenal With Prince idea. Andrew's face, right? <laughs> it has to have Prince Andrew's face on it. But just be warned, you are getting a paedophile tattooed on you. Yeah, 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 there's that, there's that. But I know there's people that got Ian Watkins People will be getting it done anyway, won't they? Yeah, like, who's, the, who's the person, who's yeah. the one that we've got that's got mega lols written across it? Watkins, yeah. Uh, yeah, Watkins, the Watkins yeah. one. Do we know someone that got that though, didn't we, Ben? Uh, probably Mott. <laughs> yeah, Shout out to Motty, he's plainly listening. Yeah, I'm not, yeah I, Motty, again... I know we should really be getting this episode, but I'd like to thank Mott for bringing some of my stuff from my home office to my new office. Oh, yeah. Props to you, dude. Yeah, he did get paid, but, you know. Uh, GG. It's still nice to see him, <laughs> isn't it? He tried to talk, it was funny. He was like, we were in the middle of the street, and he was just going, so what do you think of this 9-11 thing then? I was like, come on, mate. Let's wait till we get to the office. Let's do it in the street. <laughs> Straight in. Um, so, yes, we're going to talk about the aftermath um, and the conspiracies and all the... The fuckery, basically, that went on around 9-11 because... And I, yeah, the fuckery and as well, I think that, uh, well, when we get to uh, the Trade Centers themselves, uh, World Trade Center 7, the Pentagon, and also the planes, we're going to be referring from uh, popularmechanics.com. And I think because, thinking about it, if, if, if we were to start discussing this just a couple of years after the event, this podcast would be totally different. It would be so far with bias oh, toward yeah. it being a massive inside job. We would have been talking belief. about jet fuels, not yeah, doing yeah. beams and stuff. Because whoa, 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 whoa! You two might <laughs> might change your minds. Yeah. Oh, this is go. why I can't wait for JJ's because I know one right, bit well, of it. I, I generally think that the buildings collapse. The buildings collapsing. Whether the um, the attack was done by the US government in secret or it was done by a terrorist organization. I genuinely think the towers collapsing wasn't expected. No. I don't think that was expected. I think that was just like, oh fuck, the towers collapsed. Yeah. Like, we weren't oh, expecting shit. that. I think they tried to do as much, <laughs> they tried to do as much damage as possible. But right. I don't I'm still not sure whether that because obviously that was I just don't think it was like actually meant to happen or it wasn't, it right. wasn't planned. I think the, the attack itself was obviously planned, but sure. yeah, by who we're about to find out. Yeah. So we're going to be referring to uh popularmechanics.com because they have, they compile a very good fact uh, claim versus fact or what they refer to as fact. So instead of us uh, explaining the full conspiracy side, we're also going to be explaining 
what is also the factual side of things. Granted, we're a conspiracy-based podcast, but we always like to try and see logic in a lot of the claims and stuff. Because as I was saying earlier, if we recorded this 15 years ago, I, I imagine the episode would be completely different to what I feel like it's going to Yeah, the become. resolution would have been crap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The bit rate would have been awful. But I'm very intrigued to find out what uh, JJ's... Well, um, he's just looking out the window now. Uh, it's, he's getting, yeah, it's Tim... just started chucking it down, so I'm just getting all my washing out. Well, you know, that's the conspiracy that someone seeded a cloud over Jay's house, over JJ's house, just so he don't, can't be on the podcast. Uh, Why he's doing that? My washing's not got a life of its own. My girlfriend was throwing at me. It doesn't just fly in from the. the all right, I was oh, okay. wondering that. The, the I thought you had one of those weird, like, out the window things for the uh for the listener like in new york you just pull, yeah. pulling it from building to building oh, yeah for the listener jj was kind of like almost using the force to bring his clothes in and they were just kind of launching through the window at him so i'm glad he explained that because i was just like oh, I'm, 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 is my pen that strong or <laughs> uh and for anyone who's watching i'm i live in a bungalow and i haven't just got my girlfriend is just not really good at throwing towels up to the second floor <laughs> And for anyone in America is listening, a bungalow is just a one-story house. It is, without yes. a, without your basement, basically. But they probably wouldn't call it a bungalow because there's lots of houses in America that are just... It's just called a house. Yeah, yeah. most of them have got, basements as well. They call them you've condos. Got one, you've got, one. Yeah, you're in a single... You, you've just gone down. Instead I'm, of, in a, I'm in a fake bungalow. Fungalow. A fangalow. Yeah, a fungalow. Yeah, or a fangalow, yeah. Yeah, I call it the fungalow. Fungalow. Oh, those are sort of a dungalow. Oh Which is yeah, a combination of that's what Dean. And... That's what Dean's in. He's in a dungeon. Yeah. Sex swings and everything downstairs, yeah. boys. So, well, Fritz, <laughs> Fritz, Fritz all sorta <laughs> cages with ball gags and a lot. Hardcore BDSM from the foyer. <laughs> in fact, when you walk in, you have to get strapped to a cross to get entered, entered past the threshold. Speaking of torture, start, yeah. Speaking of torture, one of the main one of the main things that happened, uh, one of the main aftermath things uh, that happened after nine eleven was Guantanamo Bay became became basically uh, an offshore torture chamber that was completely, for some reason, outside the laws of every it, human it rights. Private, law ever. Yeah, from what I believe, it was in a private area of Cuba where. It was technically U.S. territory, but because of some sort of Geneva Convention rule or law, they no, were able. It was. It was. For some reason, he wasn't governed by Geneva Convention. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So there was like a loophole that they were sitting in that was that made Guantanamo Bay its own entity. Oh, it's, on... oh that's why, because they they didn't call them prisoners, did they? They called them detainees. Detainees, uh, detain ca detainee camps, and yeah. basically they were lawless and they could do absolutely anything they wanted. But of course, yeah, but but of course, every sort of like military general that was put in front of a media camera was like, um, yeah, we are treating everybody humanely. And then all the leaked video footage began to unfold. If uh, anyone's a young listener and wants to go and take a look, they've probably seen images of Guantanamo Bay and they haven't like realised that it's Guantanamo Bay, but mm. they were being caged like dogs at rescue shelters. Still are. But dogs, dogs got more, uh, were treated better because mm. these people were like thrown in boil, orange boiler suits with their wrists 
uh, zip-tied, stupidly tight together with bags over their hands, as and well heads, as like, yeah. as well as they had uh, oh, yeah, ear see, defenders see on that were noise. Didn't they? Yeah, yeah ear, they defenders, had ear defenders, masks, eye glasses. glasses, several masks, and a hat over them. So it it, it was something to do with their um, sensory deprivation. Their, their, uh, yeah, depth. Uh, and uh, what was it? It would mess up their equilibrium or something like that. So it was like a, a, a physical, psychological torture as well. And they would also be, just be left to cook in the sun as well. Yeah, it's, inter- and, it's just typical interrogation tactics, isn't it? It's, uh, right, yeah, designed to just break their totally illegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, and, it's um, disgusting. And, and of course... the young listeners, I was trying to find a, a, a filter with a yellow boiler suit. Oh, sorry. Fucking hell, this is awful. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't help it. It just keeps crashing. Is it so all crashed? Every time it's just like, yeah. Ugh. Oh, strange. Strange. It's back to normal now. Just carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bullshit. Right. Well, yeah. So a lot of the detainees at Guantanamo Bay were just, just, just blokes. Just random blokes that um, their neighbours had just gone. Dobbed them in. Yeah, got, they would get. So the Americans had a policy. They would drop flyers in Afghanistan and Pakistan to say, if you know of any Taliban members, let us know. We'll give you some cash. But it wasn't yeah. just a little bit of cash. It was enough cash to like make these I people think, like I, have a lavish lifestyle. From, from what I heard, it was like at some points they were dishing out like $10,000 to people. Now, can you imagine what sort of money that is in I don't know, like Afghan rubies, I think it's, it is, or something like that. That's the absurd. Joke was, the joke was that they were all sheep farmers, wasn't it? Yeah. So they were like, even even as a sheep farmer, they were the lowest of the low in their community. Yeah. So like ten, like you say, $10,000 to them was probably like, you know, a fucking good wage. In free generate, yeah, like, free probably. Know, so for an Afghan, that was a fucking great wage, but for a sheep farmer, it was like triple what a normal wage. And it was, uh, yeah, and it came, I can't remember what the statistic was, but there were people that were, um, for the area of Guantanamo Bay, like the size of it, or at least the caged area, and for the amount of people that were um, being brought in uh, and how many detainees that they said that they had, they were being caught out by saying that by law, although they weren't to abide by any law, the space and the size of the bay itself and the containment area for the amount of people that they had was hazardous in the first place. Yeah. They were just like, well, yeah, you've got too many people for a start, like yeah. way too many people for a start. And then obviously you started seeing videos and they were practically all sleeping on top of each other in like cells and shit. The thing is, it just became for the Westerners, for us Westerners, it just became a thing where you were like, Oh fucking hell, that looks really bad. But then immediately just be like, yeah, but they are terrorists, so they do deserve the lowest of the low. That was yeah. that was basically yeah. how the media painted it. It was like, yeah. look at this guy; he's just going off to get shot with cattle prods for three hours yeah. and, and waterboarded. Yeah, and most, like, yeah, but he is a terrorist. And most you know, of them, like, like you said, JJ, were just—they were just innocent farmers. <laughs> just yeah. one moment they're like, oh great, war, the war's nearly over, maybe. Oh no, wait, there you go. Sorry, just been taken to America. Not even America. Shit out of wall and hurt one of them sticks because they were like, they were saying because the Taliban had been pushed so far out. Yeah, they might have been knocking around with sheep farmers. So yeah, yeah. you know, you must know somebody who's in the Taliban. Yeah, like, and then, you know, like all modern propaganda is like, 
you are probably friends with a racist I'm, after I'm the last thing. Sort of like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, fucking everyone in Yorkshire is racist. Like, they're all fucking racist. <laughs> I was like, you don't have to tell me about it. Don't, don't make yeah. me feel guilty about it. Like, yeah. It's a six degrees yeah. of racism is what it is. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, really but the, the, the weird thing is, like, the FBI had found, had found someone that knew loads of shit about the organisation of 9-11. Oh, really? Yeah, they'd, and the, the CIA took him off them and then took him to Guantanamo Bay to, go, to use their advanced interrogation techniques, is what oh, they called their torture. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> and they got no more information out of him because he told the FBI everything. He said, you know what I like the most about Turning Point, which I feel was the sh- not the shoddiest documentary. It was the best produced. Mm. Right. But obviously, everybody was super official. So it was like, okay, the guy who's demonstrating is like, yeah, but we were only allowed to slap him from half an inch away. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing straight and he's like, that's about half an inch. And I was like, I like yeah, this- but. I- I bet there was a guy behind the other guy's fist just <laughs> punching it into his face. And the guy's like, boosh, boosh. Loopholes, baby. Well. Punched it to his fucking head. The one where he's showing was like how you how you hit someone in the stomach. And, and, he was, yeah, and he was like, you use an open hand and you come at it with like your shoulder force. And I was just like... <laughs> I was just like, it just, it felt like he just suddenly, I'm being interviewed and, oh, now they're asking me about what I actually do for a living. All oh, right, uh, yeah. These are the rules in the Dungula as well, which is yeah. great. <laughs> You're not allowed to hit them below the belly button or above the nipples. That's that's it. You can hit them with what you want. <laughs> it was one of those weird moments where someone just switches and forgets where they are and just says too yeah. much. Like that's kind of what it seemed yeah. like to me. It was it like a kid d- being called out that he's lying and not realizing it and being like, "Oh, I know this." Yeah. Ah. So if you want to know more about that, he also looked really excited about it. Yeah, which he loved he it. Kind of like Scott's really sweaty, didn't he? Chair, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he loved it. Oh, loved it. Um, if you want to know, <laughs> if you want to get into like, because we're gonna we're gonna skip through some of this stuff and we're gonna try and get as many conspiracies in as much aftermath in as possible in these these two mm. hours we have. Um, watch episode well watch the documentary Turning Point um, but episode 3 really goes into that kind of torture stuff and what they yeah. do and that exciting revelation from the man who teaches you how to hit a terrorist <laughs> <laughs> within the law it's almost, it's almost like those medieval things that we were talking about like the rule of thumb yeah. like you're okay to hit a terrorist as long as it's within an inch of their face <laughs> Someone else is punching your fist into his fucking skull. <laughs> One thing that was interesting as well, go, just sticking with Guantanamo Bay and um, Turning Point, the documentary, I noticed that there wasn't any explanation for the very famous image of the terrorists standing on, like, the crate with the um, electrodes attached to his fingers with, like, the... the, the um, oh, they were like, electrocuting him. That's it. That's <laughs> yes, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that wasn't even mentioned in the documentary. I was just like... Because they're uh, probably like... Going- you, there's probably a big that that turning point documentary. You can see how much was probably like. Can we ask about this? Can we ask about this? Can we ask about that? The electro guy on the crate. No, we don't talk about that guy because that yeah. is very illegal, and we're trying to skirt over that. So I read something about that. Interestingly, it's a, it is actually an old war technique. So they they are allowed to do it, but it's to do with the amperage. Okay. So obviously it has to. I think it's something ridiculous. Like it has to be with a car battery. Mm. So it can't. It can't be something. And that's why they're strung together because the right. resistance of three bodies isn't. So if you were to shock yourself on a car, you would be like, "Fuck, you bastard!" It wouldn't kill you, but it'd be like, "Bang!" You know. Yeah, that, uh, Whereas yeah. in the resi- the resistance of multiple bodies, 
uh, actually slows down the current. So it, yeah. it essentially makes it more of a like a a, a spasm, like an annoyance, oh, yeah. like a tens machine, because that's yeah, all a tens yeah. machine is. Yeah, so I, I, I did that. Right, I actually that's all a is. But I touched my person. car back, my car charger thing earlier with a slightly moist hand. And I got a proper like, not a shot like a, but you know that vibration for your yeah. hand. Like, I was like, I should let go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't let go. Yeah, there's definitely oh. something. I think it's been written into the uh, prisoner of war thing, the NATO thing. But the used to, I think it was in the like 90s, you used to be able to do that. Use car batteries. But they had to be strung together because it was to do with the resistance. But but Guantanamo Bay did could do what they wanted, right? They had that. Yeah, because they, they wrote the fucking laws, didn't they? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. like, that was the point to. originally. I don't know if you've touched on it, but the point of Guantanamo Bay was that it was uh, its own island or its own yeah. place. So you could write the rules for it, essentially. Yeah. So yeah. you could literally do what you want as long as you wrote some rules, like almost insurance in case they the sued you. But they couldn't yeah. sue you because they couldn't get out of the system. <laughs> Because they they're After still the there, softball. they're still there now. Yeah, well, like, I, I, it's I, still yeah. open. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They can't. You could never let them go. They can't ever mm. go. That was that's the whole point. Wasn't there? Biden, I think, was going to release the last remaining people there, and then a law passed overnight where they wasn't allowed to. Ah. I'm going to look at that while you two. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Him, but. Um, Oh, we forgot to mention, Joe, that Congress got called in immediately, like really out of the blue, like with this one one that just got left at the bottom. You know, we forget those ones, don't we, all the time? <laughs> That's just oh, so wait, typical. No. Uh, yeah, so in, in early February 2021, the administration of US President Joe Biden declared its intention to shut down the facility yes. before he leaves office. In July 2021, an additional detainee was released. So how many have been released? And it's just and, been renewed for another season. And, uh, I, they now this is just obviously like just a thought. Like as JJ was saying, you got to think that they can't really just go and release those guys from like Guantanamo Bay because a lot of them probably aren't like mm. Taliban individuals or anything like that. And if they get out, they're probably just going to spill the beans completely. However, I imagine that. I, I guess the US government would probably be like, oh, yeah, sorry about that, Mr. Sheep Farmer. By the way, he's, uh, he's $200,000 for your troubles. Yeah. How does so that sound? Was, so, sort your family out for three generations? There was three um, three guys from Britain that were detained at Guantanamo called the Tripton yes. Three. And they oh, were really? Yeah, so they were released in 2004 from Guantanamo Bay. When they got to the UK, they were interviewed for 24 hours and released without any charge because it was because they were just held there for no reason. Like even then, like it, and the French, the French, there were some French guys that got um, got arrested and taken to Guantanamo, and they were taken back. They were released and repatriated into France, and then they were detained for like a couple of months. But the French are lazy, so they probably just didn't hadn't done anything with them. They That's so bizarre. Them. I I often forget about Guantanamo Bay. Like it was only when we were obviously doing research. You weren't there, for this man. <laughs> Like, yeah, <laughs> I've been in, uh, no, how would they say? It's not Nam, it would be, no, Guantanamo, no, Mo. Oh, yeah, I've been, been, in, the been in the Mo. I've been in the Mo. The Mo. Um, just while we're on jumpsuits, just want to get this out there now. <laughs> remember when there was, remember when there was the, the, the Islamic Beatles, like John, Ringo, Paul, and, oh, do you remember yeah, this? yeah, yeah, was yes. that Was that to do with 9-11 or was that just yes, the war in Afghan afterwards? It was. And they just like, they cut off some reporters' heads and stuff. Oh, no, and yeah. I, yeah. I'm looking I remember at now. seeing an article, right? It was fucking brilliant. And it said, 
the remaining beetle is dead. And I absolutely freaked out because I thought Ringo Starr had died. <laughs> and then I real and I, in my mind, I was like, hang on a second, the remaining beetle is dead. There's fucking two of them still alive. What are they going on about? And then it showed you the guys getting their heads chopped off, and that's who they were talking about. Yeah. Look, so did they beetles. refer to themselves as the no, surely not. Well, no, yeah, because they, like, its members were nicknamed John, Paul, George, and Ringo by hostages after the yeah. four members of the English rock group, the Beatles. What the fuck? God, no, I remember that article. I remember reading that on a train on, on the way to work to London, and they were like, uh, Paul is considered the worst one like, of the group. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's Paul played a smaller role in the group, actually. Paul can. <laughs> Are you sure you weren't reading an article about the actual Beatles? Because Paul yeah. is a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> no, John, Jihadi jo- that was G- G- or Jihadi John, mm. wasn't it? Yeah, G- Jihadi John. It was, it was ISIS, it. wasn't it? I think. Yeah. It was Jihadi John, the worst like, one. A senior US military official was qu- quoted as saying, we're 99% sure we got him. That was me when they, when they killed him. No, that was him. That was Jerry John. John. The official, the official called it a flawless victory. So is he playing Mortal Kombat? <laughs> I was going to say they have very big Mortal Kombat fans. Yeah, <laughs> flawless victory. Hey. Apparently, he was evaporated. Oh, like they, 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 they bombed him, bombed him to oh, fuck. We'll get onto that later on. Evaporation. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Guantanamo Bay. It was and still is a torture chamber for people, just people with brown skin. The, nice the Americans have gone. You look a bit like a you could be a terrorist. Yeah, <laughs> you look it's a bit, bit like Orange is the New Black. Just have a look on the complexion chart. Don't wear if if you are Arabic or Middle Eastern. Don't wear an orange jumpsuit because they think that you've escaped and they'll just pull you all the way back. Yeah. Yeah. Please what a crazy, crazy country yeah, America right, is. Mohammed. Heard that. I can't believe they. <laughs> I can't believe they're allowed to get away with it though. It's crazy. But it, that, of it, course, yeah, it, was Dick Cheney's idea. Old Guantanamo Bay. Oh no! Surprise. Yeah. No the, surprise. The evilest man in the world, I think. Possibly. He's got his fucking rancid fingers in everything. The, ping, the penguin. <laughs> and that's um, that, that's him sitting in like the war room and shit like that, yeah. like being the kind of in charge of the national. Well, he was he was in charge of uh, the um, everything. Uh, well, yeah, practically everything. I can't remember what was what was the title that he said he wanted to be in charge of that no other vice president has ever it could be touched loads. on. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it was. But there was yeah, but a he, role. He was, he was like, he did everything. He got himself in all the roles. I think he, it was, I think it was Master like. Master of civil terrorism. Uh, <laughs> Master maybe. of civil terrorism. But uh, like I it. think it was like defense. I think he was like, I want to be in charge of that. Mm. I want that to be my position. Was it like yeah. Homeland Security or something Yes, like or that? something oh, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was thinking of, yeah. He was yeah, like the head defense, of Homeland defense Security. minister, I would think, would be our equivalent. That's it, yes. Yeah. That would be the Basically, Secretary of Defence. We're protecting though, the people. Secretary of Defence, thank you, Ben. Yeah. yeah, and that was like the first time a vice president has ever demanded and ever become, and has, and he is the only one ever so far. So, like, that's no surprise. Well, no, I've just been looking Rumsfeld, for a Dick Cheney filter on here, but sorry. Rumsfeld, Rumsfeld was, the, the, was the Secretary of Defence, but... Um, uh, Cheney was in charge of kind of liaising with him, but they were best right. mates. So, was that like Homeland Security then? Maybe that he yeah. was he was uh, responsible for 
Yeah, because he was Secretary of Defence for, for George H.W. Bush. Yes. Oh, right. Okay. That's probably what I'm confusing it with. But he, regardless, he just stuck his fingers in everything during that um, yeah. and presidency he, during that yeah, term. He did, Not he, like Prince Andrew. <laughs> he stuck his non-sweaty fingers in everything. <laughs> he was just eating dough balls, man. He, that's the only thing he was putting his sweaty fingers True. Absolutely true. There is no way Prince Andrew had anything to do with any sexual misconduct. So Dick Cheney, talk to, talk to me, boy. Dick Cheney, yes, right. So I was just looking at his Wikipedia page and it's just pure evil. <laughs> Which um, he probably fucking wrote. I bet he goes in there and goes, this is too nice. Well, he was- I've not done any. It says here that I've donated to charity. I've never donated to charity in my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Dick Cheney... Uh, is a self-aggrandizing criminal who uses knowledge as a Washington insider to subvert both informed public debate about matters of world war and peace and to manipulate presidential decision-making, sometimes in ways that angered even George Bush. Well, yeah, George blamed he him, hated for, him. Yeah, for not even uh, being able to win the next term. Oh, no, no, well, after his term finished. Yeah, they, after the first he, term he ruined finished, his presidency. He, after the first, he was, he said he would have got rid of Rumsfeld and Cheney after his first term, but he thought changing, switching things up so much might make him seem weak, and he wouldn't get another term. So he, right, yeah. So he didn't. He, his moral compass is is not great, George Bush. But I think he knew like this is not a good guy. He had, he apparently didn't talk to him until very recently. Like they hadn't spoken since the set, the first term for, until very recently. They hate each other. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of kind of strange considering. Well, we kind of leading to believe that Bush was not not so much a patsy, but was kind of like a, a, like I don't know, didn't really have a horse in the race. Yeah, to be it's, fair. it's kind of like because if you watch Turning Point, not Turning Point, if you watch Inside the President's War Room, you mm. see that on the day, the, Dick Cheney and some advisors had had George Bush doing the runaround in the air in Air Force One. He never got yes. come back. He never got back to Washington. Dick Cheney had taken complete control over Washington by that point. And he, and it, but that would have been an executive order that George Bush, he'd got George Bush to sign that in the case of any emergency, he would yeah. then be able to like get in yeah, power. Yeah, if, if, if Bush wasn't in the Oval Office, then he it would have been, Cheney would have been like, well, I just take control. If you're up in the air, I'm in control. Sort yeah, of thing. if you're right. not about... And I'm at the Oval Office. I'm in charge, right? That's, yeah. You know, that makes sense. It's not going to happen. That wouldn't happen. But yeah. if it does, like, just to be sure, but it's not going to happen, George. Don't worry. It won't happen. Yeah. You'll always be here. But if it does, yeah. let's just make sure. It's Crafty just like one. manipulation, like, on the mass level. But yeah. um, so he, 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 was, he was basically a career politician. He, uh, he had years of public service. He capitalised on connections he made while being paid by taxpayers to earn tens of millions of dollars presiding over Halliburton. While there, he did business with corrupt Arab autocrats, in, uh, including some of some in countries that were enemies of the United States. Upon returning to the gov- to government, he advanced a theory of the executive that is that is at odds with the intentions of the founders of the founding fathers. Successfully encouraging yep. encouraged the federal government to leg- illegally spy on innocent Americans, passed on the public false information about weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, right. and became directly complicit in a regime of torture for which he should be in jail. I was gonna say, like it's always it's always massively stood out to me that when 
the war in Iraq was declared and that Condoleezza Riley was just continuously right. spewing out that there was... Uh, Condoleezza, Condoleezza Rice, sorry, was mm. continuously spewing out that they had evidence of weapons of mass destruction okay. and the fact that Blair back here in the UK was peddling that as a reason for us to join the war. Yeah. It, it, it really boggles the mind how that is one thing that both the UK and the US do not get held accountable for. Granted, in some, like, international country... Oh, sorry, other sort of, like, countries and political mm. parties and stuff, they probably do sit there and be like, well, they lied about that. Yeah. They were adamant that Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass yeah. destruction. It's all bullshit. All yeah. bullshit. He, he, like, even the um, weapons inspector said there wasn't any. The first, when they went, oh, he said, a... "Oh, we haven't let." The, he didn't let the weapons inspectors in, so he must have them. But he did let them in. He just didn't let them in for like because he was just being difficult. Because like I think the main thing that comes out about Saddam is that he was just a bit of a troublemaker. Yeah, even yeah. George H., George H. W. Bush said he's a troublemaker, but he's not. Da- he's not seriously dangerous. Like so, and that's what George H. W. Bush told George Bush Jr. Mm. not to have Cheney or Rumsfeld in his cabinet. He was dead against it. He was like, these guys are not good guys. So George now, Bush, the, the Bush family aren't like innocent parties in anything really because they're very like linked to business and corporations. But mm. like even the even George Bush Sr. is like, avoid that dick guy. He's a, uh, well, he's a dick by name. He's a dick by nature. <laughs> dick by nature. <laughs> now, now, before we um, go any further, it's funny. Uh, oh, I, oh, granted, we were talking about the aftermath. Um, I, but I do feel like maybe this can be included. During, um, I believe it was the build-up to the UK going into the war. I can't remember his name. But there was, um, he was like a defence minister of the British uh, political party at the time, or at least the UK government, where it was his duty to hold um, meetings and operations with other countries uh, to find out if they have like weapons of mass destruction and stuff like that. He came forward in Parliament and was very, very vocal about... Is it Jack Straw? Might be, be his yeah. name. Or um, Jeff Hoon. No, not Jeff Hoon. Uh, and it's not Jack Straw. No, damn it. Um, so Sorry, I'm just this, I'll find it. No, that's fine. But he was just so he people was, can search it, you know. Yeah, he but was, Jack Jack Straw was made the case for uh, the war, I think. But there was there was I can't remember what his name was. But this person that would then it was his job to research and actually come out with a def, with definitive proof or yeah, it was Jack Straw. Uh, he, no, he lied. He's the one that that convinced. People. It's it's not the one that lied. Right. It was the guy before him that ended up dying in a forest outside of his uh, um, residence where he lived. I can't remember oh. his name, and I can't remember that you have just. This has just sparked in my head because I remember he publicly said there are there is absolutely zero evidence that Iraq and the Middle East are meddling with weapons of mass destruction and that we have to worry about weapons of mass destruction. For us to go to war because of this will be a, a complete farce. And he was immensely public about it. And then he ended up dying. And I can't, And he was killed. Just it, Apparently it was suicide in the forest that um, was just outside of his house. His body was randomly found and it was suicide. Just so happened to be a few weeks or a month no, after this. Is it Jeff came- Hoon? No, it's not Jeff Hoon. Oh, no. Austin Su- Mitchell? No. Robin Cook? Uh, 
Damn it, why can't I remember Barbara know Castle. It? He's it's dead. Like, it would have been Robin Cook. It's not, because Robin Cook's alive. It's oh, yeah, not Robin, Robin Cook. And he's an American. This guy was British. Uh, British Robin American. Cook's not American. David Kelly. It says Robin Brian Cook is an American physician and novelist who writes about. You're looking at the wrong person then, because it's, oh, Rob, right, it's Robert Finlayson. <laughs> Finlayson Cook. He was a Labour David Kelly is a we- weapons expert. David Kelly. That's the guy. David Kelly. Yeah. There you go. He was a weapons expert, and he he came forward and said he was a scientist that, on biological warfare. That's it. And he said that there was no reason for anybody to worry about Iraq having ma- weapons of mass destruction, and that if you went to war. Uh, you, you, there, there would be something completely. He died up. before my birthday. Before my birthday, he was allegedly found, I believe, in the forest of just outside of where he Southmore, lived. Southmore, yeah, and it was suicide. But like his wife, I think at the time was just like, uh, there's no, there's no reason that he would kill himself. But all fucking old guys like that don't kill themselves. Just no. saying, FYI, he's. And now like, this is some. He, he's old as fuck in the picture I'm looking at, and that was like yeah. 2003, yeah, so, which was coincidentally the year he died. So he was yeah. old as fuck when he died. But the interesting thing about it was that the British, if you go onto the Wikipedia page, one of them is the British dossier on Iraq weapons of mass destruction. Um, he was against it. Uh, it, for instance, in 2000, uh, in 2000, UN, UNSCOM uh, was replaced by the United Nations Monitoring, Verification and Expe- Inspection Commission, whose mission was similar to that of UNSCOM and was to, quote, continue with mandate to disarm Iraq of its weapons of mass destruction and to operate a system of ongoing monitoring and verification to checks Iraq's compliance with its obligations to not reacquire the same weapons prohibited by its Security Council. And he told them they don't have weapons of mass destruction. They have none. And then he was suicided. I can't believe yeah, I missed suicide. him. I can't believe I missed him out in my research because I remember when that happened. I remember in the media, everyone like at work, everyone just being like, "So this guy that's just kind of said you don't need to go to war. Everything's a lie. Uh, he's now dead." Do you know what's really strange about this, that he's come into conversation? I've been speaking to one of my pals recently who was in um, the Gulf. Okay. He suffers from Gulf War Syndrome, which I'd never even heard of. And I've heard the, of it. The, but... the tablets that they were giving you have basically caused long-term damage. And this was one of the guys who was campaigning against giving our own soldiers tablets to stop you from nerve gas. So they've caused neurological disorders like right, MS course, and stuff yeah. that, and fucked up. And I've just literally just read here that he was campaigning against the use of anthrax. So do you see what I mean? This is a guy that knows, really knows his shit. He's a bio bioweapons like genius, like expert in the field. And even he is like trying to be like, please don't use yeah. that on our troops. Like, do you know what's fucked up? Like <laughs> <laughs> the fact that this guy's a weapons expert. And most weapons are made to disable or destroy somebody. Amazing. And even this guy's just like, don't use that. Do not use these weapons. That's really bad. I mean, come on, guys. Let's just all start using spud guns and this war will be very quick. It's, it, oh, it does go to show that, like, when we talk about the US, obviously, like, dodgy as fuck, but we're just as bad. The UK government is just as bad. It's, it's, it's obviously we were the first of government of its kind that then the American government is obviously a little bit far behind. So we're probably a bit more sinister. 
Mm. But like, I, like in our 7-7 seven, seven bombing episode, which if you haven't yeah. listened to, go and listen to straight after this one. We talk about it, how it was it was definitely like just pointed in the right pointed towards this terrorist attack after loads of people said it definitely wasn't like yeah it, it's false flags and i think we probably get onto the false flag bit now well mm-hmm. i guess we the false flag is is what what people think 911 was or at least it was an an attack that was almost let happen by the powers that be to yeah create a false flag and to to enter America and its allies into a forever war that is still going on to this day, even though they said it isn't, it's still happening. It's still going It's in on. Yemen. It's like Syria. Look at Syria. Look, all these countries, the whole Middle East, Middle East is being like policed that's, by the Americans. Yeah, that, it, the the police, a- it's almost like defund the military police <laughs> now this is a, yeah this is a um a very good segue in actual fact to to just just mention uh one thing before we do go on to the main conspiracies in september 2000 uh the project for a new american century uh this is called there was a think tank uh that includes dick cheney donald rumsfeld paul wolverwitz uh wolverwitz sorry uh jed bush George Bush's uh, brother himself. They released a report titled Rebuilding America's Defenses, Strategy Strategy Forces and Resources for a New Century. And the the uh, the acronym of that is Death Star. (laughs) 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 And one of the core missions within the report was... (laughs) <laughs> that's how that's how slow JJ's internet connection is. <laughs> I'm glad super... it got a better laugh. Oh, wow! I didn't realize on my end. I'm laughing. I'm laughing in real time. It's I'm glad fun. it got. I'm glad it got a bigger laugh though, the second time around because I think yeah. it did deserve that. Uh, so, if I do say so myself. Yeah, that's a lot of ne- yeah. that's a lot of neoconservatives there in that in that. Yeah, a lot of neoconservatives. Uh, one of the core missions in the report was to fight and deceively win multiple simultaneous major theatre wars. Now, for anyone that's not aware of what a theatre war is, theatre war is land, sea, and the air, meaning a theatre war across the world. Uh, They also mentioned that the process of transformation, even if it brings revolutionary change, is likely to be a long one, i.e. the forever war that we're currently in, and absent some some catastrophic and catalyzing event like a new Pearl Harbor. Hmm. 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 Like a year prior, they're building a um, dossier in how they believe that they need to enter the new century and basically become uh, the world police uh, in and itself. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting that Dick Cheney is involved and also George Bush, Bush's brother uh, within the creation of this particular document. I don't know where Ben's gone. Ben's just nipped up. But it is... It's all right. I'm uh, yeah. I'm just ordering my uh, dinner. <laughs> I don't know where he's gone. But. Me neither. However, uh, we're going to start getting into uh, the conspiracies. There's one other thing that I quickly want to mention. Um, it was after the after the events. It was. I remember reading it when Osama bin Laden uh, would be like. We weren't involved. 
no, that was nothing to do with us. Like almost immediately after the attacks, yeah, and he was like, "I've been, I've been identified as being responsible, but we're not responsible for that." And now I remember that being confusing because I was like, "Well, hold on a minute." In the UK and the US, we're all bleating out the, "Oh, this Bin Laden guy who's on the FBI's most wanted list is is the one that did it." And then they're also publicising like, "Oh, look, he's saying he didn't do it now." Like I kind of- any any terrorist attack these days as well, it's it, it used to be like really sincere, like, "Yes, we did it," but now like the goat that all the media always go, "It was probably them." And then all the people who they've blamed, they, ISIS come forward like a day later, like, oh, no, it was a story. Just our internet speed was well slow, so we've only yeah. just managed to get the uh, get the uh, memo out. And we wanted to look at... Yeah, they never apologised to, to the organisation that they no. blamed, did they? They never go, oh, sorry, we got it confused, you know. But, yeah, we didn't admit it immediately. We wanted to look at the landscape, see if we could risk getting cancelled. <laughs> but no, actually, yeah, it was yeah. us. <laughs> so funny. However, so... Um, December 13th, the Department of Defense released the confession video of Osama bin Laden. Uh, it's uh, a video, uh, well, initially he devi- uh, denied all involvement with the attacks, but a tape was found in a house in Afghanistan. And it's a very, it don't, I mean, it's a blurry, like, yeah. It looks like Crime Watch, those blurred him out. Oh, like. God, yeah. It's like, a, it's like it was almost the most advanced uh, paper shops CCTV camera that they could have possibly have found. uh, And then they put Vaseline over the lens as well. (laughs) And cling film. Um, So it allegedly showed Bin Laden discussing the attacks, but not taking full responsibility. But then the video was then portrayed by Bush and the US government, as well as the UK government, that this was evidence and proof of his guilt. The video's translation was not conducted by a third party and came straight out of the Department of Defense. (laughs) That was the thing that I He says here, look, I bombed the Americans. That, That's was, that, was the, that was the first thing that I read about that was that the fact that everybody, there was no like sort of subtitles. Everybody was just taking what they've said as a translation. And because you don't know anybody who lives in the forest of fucking Afghan, you no, don't know. Like, can you actually translate this for me? Because he, he looks, there's that part where he's like, he's sort of sat on the ground with like one leg up and he's holding this gun and he's laughing his head off. And it's just like, it's almost like they've just gone, I hate all English, white, blah, blah. And everybody immediately is just like, oh my God, he is a real terrorist. And he's, he's just going, great, he's never laughing. It's like it's like the um the ninja scene from Wayne's World 2, where they start like moving their mouths and they're not actually saying okay. what they're be- being portrayed to say. Let's settle this by combat. That's it. <laughs> Everybody laughs, isn't it? <laughs> Wayne, you are worthy of my daughter. But um, yes, so a third, there was no third party translation. It was translated by the Department of Defense himself. Uh, came straight <laughs> from it. <laughs> right. Many, many at the end. But he clearly says, I did 9 11. <laughs> he preferred it as 9 11. <laughs> I'm a professional linguist. Don't worry. We've uh, John, the intern at the Department of Defense. He's done a bit of it. Uh, uh, closed captions. He's fine so now. We're all right. We're all right. But I'm I'm used in the White House. No, no. I the did nine eleven. No, no. Don't worry about here. I did nine eleven, <laughs> and then he doesn't say anything else. <laughs> and all he's still oh. talking about is how sunny he is outside his cave. Yeah, it's so hot in cave. So hot in cave. It's like so, being in the film in the podcast studio at the Ben's place. So hot in cave. 
Many international, agent, many international agencies questioned its legitimacy, obviously, with regards to the Arabic uh, translations. As Dr. Abdul L.M. Uh, Husseini got the name right, said, uh, and I quote, I have carefully examined the Pentagon's translation and the translation are very problematic at the most important places where it is held to prove the guilt of bin Laden. It is not uh, identical with the original Arabic. And bear in mind as well, bear in mind as well, you this video is so far off as well, didn't you? That, yeah, that's the guy's probably... He's being diplomatic and he's like, it's, it's bullshit. Right, he's probably sitting there being like, what is this? He's talking about going to the store for a goat. <laughs> he says he needs no goat for a winter trip. Not the building. And the Americans are like, what's that? He's going to go and blow up the Twin Towers? What the fuck? <laughs> He's coming right for us. <laughs> like, no, I never said that. He's like, no, that's what you said. He says it's, here, clearly says, blow up ten, Twin Towers. Totally awesome. Right there. It's, it's me. It's me. Looks like he's saying, kiss me. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> but yes, Smoke and bastard. Another, another interesting fact about that video, it was released three days before the presidential election in 2004. Uh, no, sorry, sorry. I apologize. Al Jazeera then uploads or broadcasts a new video of him also claiming the responsibility three days before the yeah. election, re-election in 2004. It's just a guy in a plastic bin Laden mask. Right. Like, now, now I, it. It's just a plastic bin Laden selector beard, isn't it? Yeah. Like, now, you, rem you remember back no when... Oh. You, re you remember back when a lot of the videos and the, paper, uh, the, 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 the photos were being released to the media and it was like, oh, look at him. This was allegedly captured two weeks ago. Blah, blah, blah. Like... And you yeah. kept seeing him with a different beard and his nose was a bit bigger and his jaw yeah. his, or, or his facial structure was a bit odd. It always his beard made... got darker and I'm pretty sure that I'm yeah. just for men in a cave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was, that so was the funny one about this Al Jazeera one. He, he had was... a kidney, he had, he had, um, he was on kidney dialysis for like, since like 1999 or something. Like he plug it into the, the latest, like the closest Solar rock. panel. Yeah, yeah. Solar oh, panel. right, okay. Solar, solar dialysis. I can just imagine one of these guys well. just on a treadmill, just like running this dialysis machine around, and he's like, keep he's pumping, still alive. keep pumping. <laughs> he's, sl well, he's slowly turning yellow, but he's yeah. just like, keep pumping, man, keep pumping. Mohammed and El Habadi threw themselves into planes for me. You can't even ride a bike. Come on. <laughs> oh, no. Stop oh, running. Man. I can't hear myself think. They're saying I did 9-11. <laughs> I didn't do 9-11. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, apparently he's been on, he was on kidney dialysis from 99. Uh, but a lot of other people were saying that he, that he was already dead. Like, and Yeah, there were various reports of that too. Those but videos got... were equivalent to like fucking dial-up pornography. They were like what? one bit an hour. But it's like, what... here he is in a cave and he'll move one fucking frame and it's like just... But what got me... That's what got me thinking was we looked at all of these videos and sometimes a lot of people saying, oh, it was a body double or, or it looks like a body double and this, that, the other. To me, I don't think that he just has like a an, a, an agency that he can contact and be, oh, Fetch me, me my body double. Or summer. How many, how many lookalikes well, on your books have you got? Now, the devil's what? double. A, well, a Sam, what? Uh, bin La not Bin Laden. Saddam Hussein's son had a body double. Right, yeah, yeah. Have but, you seen that film? And oh, it, have, you, have you seen to the extent that they make him a body double? Well, like, that's what mental. I was, what I was thinking, though, like, is 
it makes you wonder. We've got now, 20 odd years later, we've got this AI technology, deep faking, that can just put a face on somebody so brilliantly and it's seamless. We've all seen the one with Tom Cruise that went viral for the pandemic, yeah. you know? Like, they've probably had that technology themselves for a long time. And it wouldn't put me past any government sitting there and being, oh, let's just do this guy up, make the video look a bit grainy, and we'll use photo AI and we'll just project what looks like Osama bin Laden's. It's the same facial. as UFO videos now, though. They're like, everyone's UFO videos are always just like, the CGI on them is it's so just good phenomenal. that it's made because there was that grey area in between back b- between 2000 and now where mm. CGI looked shit whereas yeah. now you can put After Effects over the top to put clouds over and shit like that and it looks, and it looks almost convincing but yeah. no matter what it, you know I could go outside and film an actual UFO and somebody would just be like yeah CGI yeah you know, CGI like, fake like, mm. yeah and that's the same like you say they were editing even if they were editing likenesses it was like fucking 8-bit video yeah. or something like that. Like, Ben knows more about that shit, but like 8-bit well, video. Pretty even, not... Do you know what? It was pretty tape. It was pretty tape It still. was probably VHS, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Or, Actual tape. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty DV tapes until like 2009, maybe? Maybe before? Like, so it was DV tape. It would have been DV tapes. But I mean, so you it can still edit it. Degraded. You can still edit it, yeah. It would have been degraded, though. It wouldn't be as good as... Um, I mean, That's I like see the videos, they're fucking they're horrendous. It's yeah. pretty, it was probably done on like Super 8 or something, shit like that. And yeah, like yeah. I said, I've seen the video, uh, the one that's claimed, claimed to be the first one where he claimed responsibility. Yeah. And it's, it's just a blurry image of, an, of a Middle Eastern man sitting down with no... It, yeah, it looks like a like 128 gigabit fucking video. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's like they put the bit rate down to one. Yeah. <laughs> it's one so, pixel. Where do you guys stand on the Osama Bin Laden thing? Because the, I think this is where, the way we should probably dissect this is mm. piece by piece because yep. the idea yeah. that the main... This is where the conspiracy element for me comes in because the idea that the main narrative that we're fed all of it is so much that you can't basically go, I believe all of it, can you? There's yeah, elements because there's so many like, contra- I don't believe that bit, but yeah, I might... so much overlapping and stuff. The, yeah. the documentary I've just watched, I highly recommend it's called Conspiracy Road Trip. I, everybody needs to watch that. Who's listening to this podcast, you need to watch that because it shows you how, how divided everyone is in the what's going on. So basically there's five people, they all go into it with different ideas of their elements one of the girls idea the probably the least conspiratorial of all of them says i just don't believe it because you can't make phone calls when you're on an airplane what that's it that's her understanding of everything you can't get a network yeah she basically believes like she's just like i just don't really believe it because you can't make phone calls on an airplane and i was like cool this is where this documentary is going um, which is true, and immediately nobody debunks that. No one, no one debunks that because the time that they made the aeroplane, uh, the phone calls from in 1993 on their own phones, they weren't on air phones, yeah. So, I right. mean, cell network probably wasn't that great. You can't, they, so I, I, leave like fo- I leave my phone, I leave my phone, yeah, I leave my phone on on planes to see if I can get network. I Just do it all yeah. the time, yeah. What? And you can't, you literally, you can't get a network, no. So there's no I, way they were making phone calls from and satellite. Satellite wasn't a thing then, so yeah. 
That Ooh. is, you know, we. I'm laughing about it now, but the more I think about it, that's yeah. a really legitimate question. Yeah. Anyway, as soon as she meets her mentor who says, yeah, well, you know, you technically can't, and then they just brush past that straight away. But she's immediately just believed, she's just like, oh, well, I don't believe it. I, I believe the, the main narrative now then. I was like, all right, cool. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, they, just they, like... they go and meet a guy who made a phone call to his mum. Yeah. And a woman is ripping it apart because the guy who rang her used his full name when he like rang his mum up. I'll talk more about it when we get into the later stuff. But okay, cool. Uh, yeah, it sounds talk about now. Talk about now. It's, I'm interested. It, I'm, I'm, I'm in. So, so basically, there's five of them. One of them believes, one of them's on the narrative of how the buildings collapse, which is the one that we'll probably talk about. The other one's on the narrative of like they don't, didn't believe that the phone calls were made. Another one is just, she's a more of like everything building up to it and everything after it kind of thing, which I believe is probably more where we are now yes. with everything. Like like you say, as we've matured, mm. which in my mind is still a conspiracy. I don't give a shit. Yeah. No, I, it's a hundred percent like, That is a conspiracy. Yeah. And then there's, this, there's a, a, a physics guy, um, biophysics guy. Mm. Um, he's from, I think he's from Mar- Mauritius. And he is the only one I'm just like, he will ne- no one will ever convince him that it was it, yeah. it what happened. And they show them burning thermite on girders, which we'll talk about yeah. in the later thing. And he's just like, no, I still, I, I don't care because I believe everybody that you're putting in front of me was, was paid, like either paid off or put in place. Yeah. But that's, and the, that... the, co- the comedian who's running it is trying to point out that he's like, I, it's nothing to do with me, man. I just, I'm really annoyed at people like you who can't, you know, and he's just like, yeah, but the problem is if I believe every narrative that someone tells me, I'd, you know, I'd believe everything. And the guy's like, yeah, but I'm putting scientists in front of you for this. And he just doesn't believe that these like he believes the scientists are yeah. part of the agenda or whatever. It's blind faith, isn't it? Is what it is. And it's, the, the, it's yeah. that's that's what it's, that's the world we live in now. Like, I mean, it, and I think that's caused by a nine, in part by nine eleven because people were, there's been so many it's, and it goes on to now to vaccines and the pandemic right. and stuff. It's, mm. it, that I think that was probably the catalyst for a lot of this, where people are going, "Hold on a minute, the official story is fucked," and then obviously they then they just get into that rabbit hole where they don't believe anything because they're like, "Well, the system, the science and everything is part of the system. You're all part of the system, and anything that goes against is contrary to what I say means that you're a shill or you're a right, you're yeah. faking." I think it's, it's. I think one of the issues that I've got definitely going into this conspiracy side of it is that it's almost like it's 20 years on so many theories have come out if you say that you don't believe one element of it it's almost like you don't believe any element of it it's like yeah you know for instance so many people have spoke to me about our flat earth episode and i mean we're crossing the lines of comedy and re- like surrealism aren't we like yeah, you know yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're, hit, we're in it for the fun People are immediately like, you were fucking sold by that guy. And I was like, I'm not going to lie to you. When I was speaking to him, there's a lot of parts of it that I was. But to them, it 100% yeah. means that I'm a flat earther. Yeah, they're, yeah, not, yeah. they're not taking away the, the spiritual elements or anything yeah. like that. They're just immediately going, you are all or nothing. That's it. And that's yeah, what 9-11 is no at the moment. For, there's no it's room not... for like, uh, what's the word? I can't even think of the word because my brain's just gone dead. But, you know, there's no room for it's like nuance. It's not exclusivity, nuance. I don't no, think, of these things. Yeah, you can't, there can't be nuanced views on something where you like, you take one thing or, you know, you don't have to believe something to enjoy it or you don't have to, you know, you don't have to fully, you don't have to right. 
like that flat earth episode and i think it's it's still our biggest episode so far even though mm. we've now we debunked it with um huxley and it was absolutely <laughs> hilarious like but huxley the huxley episode was like was fun but like it was fun to kind of just go the go with the flow on the flat earth episode and kind of go well you know well yeah so a lot like, of those things when he said it i was like didn't think of that. Never thought of that. Never thought of that. Right. Then when Huxley we talk- then came to us and gone, well, yeah, he said this, but this is actually this. You're like, oh, well, I'm thick, so I don't know that shit. Yeah, exactly. It's like, for instance, the, the bit that I enjoyed the most and that's something that had me, I don't know, thinking was when he was talking about like outside layers of different yeah. kind of existences. Oh, right. And that brilliant. was just dimensions, you know, like, but that doesn't mean I think the Earth's flat. Right. I just think that idea is something that was like, oh, It's a really maybe. good idea. It's a really nice thought. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, the, the thought that's gone living. into it is really, like, a lot of thought's gone into it, and it's actually really interesting, but that that's what's come out of it. Mm. Like, without any, they've got no no evidence. Like, they've, they've not given, like, the, what they say is photoshopped images from NASA. They haven't even got a NASA for Flat Earth, so they haven't got the evidence, but they, what they've come up with in their heads is this beautiful idea that outside of our Flat Earth, there's another, there's another wall, and then more flat, more earths and most, and it's an, an, an infinite plane, which I'd never thought of, and it blew my mind, and I was just like, that is am- if that's real, that's the most yeah. amazing thing you'll ever hear. Yeah, but I feel, I feel very similar with the 9/11 thing, and I, I was speaking to uh, my apprentice earlier on about the issue with this is with these new documentaries coming out, Turning Point, they've had 20 years to make a dialogue. You know, they've had 20 years to be like, oh, well, th- those little elements that people have kind of forgot about, we'll get them in there now so we've got the first starter advantage. So it's very much like all that stuff on Turning Point. Everyone kind of knew the stuff prior and everyone knew the stuff after, but it's those linking bits in between that people are like, oh, yeah, well, that makes sense now. So yeah. that make- this makes more sense. This makes more sense. It's still the... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. 
Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. No one can deny the first part of, you know, our the history and no one can d- deny the aftermath of the 9-11 thing. Right, it's still right. the day in question. There's so many unanswered questions. Yeah, yeah. Like, Again, I'll get onto it later on when we start, you know, really riffing. Yeah, and like, some of them being subjective, yeah. Yeah, the it's it's a very, very strange... And again, it's the same as the Flat Earth stuff. They're probably just still kind of working out now why certain things aren't how they see them. So they'll have time to make dialogue and then come back in five years. It's the same as any kind of science or scientist. You know, yeah. I'm not by any means comparing Flat Earthers to scientists. I'm just saying... Well, they are scientists. It, it, it's that thing. It's like we've created the science that creates the answers, whereas in it might not be the, you know, there might be something just really unexplained. Yeah. You're yeah. absolutely right. I can't it's, wait to talk about it. And turning point, turning point does feel retconned. Like they've gone, okay, what were the questions? What are all these questions that have coming up? Like they probably just Googled like biggest questions about 9-11 and they've gone, all right, yeah. how can we answer these in an official sounding way that's going to shut up shut people up or right or not create any more conspiracy theorists on this subject like Mm. you know or it's gonna go like next time it gets brought up in a pub with like someone like us three going oh the conspiracy is this and there's someone go well i watched turning point actually the reason for that is because of this yeah yeah i understand what you mean yeah i mean we all thought we the first thing we all said when we started chatting yesterday or whenever it was was about the uh the the colonel at the pentagon uh, pentagon yeah because immediately was, I was just like, she, you said the same day, and you're like, she yeah. sounded like a, an actor. Yeah, the she way sounded, she was at least sounded like that had been heavily re- rehearsed. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Whether she told that story a hundred times or it was in her book. Do you know right? what really, the first thing that really got me was, was she was talking about somebody who she was walking along a floor with and how she was severely burned. And all right, granted, she met her in the hallway of where her office was. But to be so close to the action and not have any visual yeah, they're kind blinded, of... weren't they? Yeah. yeah. No, but to not have any she weren't burned. Like yeah, physical yeah, yeah, exactly, burns yeah. or scars or anything. Like great complexion. Like I was like, and she was a mm. colonel in the Pentagon. I'm like, fucking hell, you it's like when in, you know a, in a place that had been shut off for building works. Yeah. I just I don't know. It didn't. It didn't ring, and that's the big one, isn't it? Because there's not really any evidence of the Pentagon. We'll get. We'll get to that one though. Yeah, yeah. With the Pentagon. Yeah. So, is there a particular one that you fancied starting with, Ben? Because I saw that you. I was wondering if you had anything up (laughs) in front of your screen now. Bless you. Sorry, I needed Um, to sneeze. Um, I well, I think. I mean, just going to quickly run off some other things that happened for the aftermath, and then we'll jump in. So, the main thing that happened was the Patriot Act. Oh, put into place shit. straight away the american uh, government can stop search your they can search your home without a warrant not tell you've been there they can grab all your information your they can warrants. illegally spy on you everything yeah. uh, they if you know if they think you're a terrorist or you know a terrorist they can detain you if you're a terrorist you can go straight to Guantanamo bay um, they can po- basically police the world is what that patriot act the, is and it should never be allowed to be called 
um, well, they've, the re, they've re-upped it as well, haven't they? Recently, it got re-upped. I think it might be called something slightly different now. But, but like, there's no. It should be illegal because you. It's like the Patriot Act, and if someone was just like, "Well, hold on a minute, I'm not actually happy with that," someone, you know, that there would be some blue-collared. Well, like, you're not a patriot. patriot. You're not a patriot. You yeah. don't love America. It's calculated. It's all you calculated. It goes back to the brand. The branding thing in 9-11. It is, right. again, yeah. Patriot Act. Well, if, you don't, if you're I, against this act, you are against patriotism. Even yeah, you are nothing to do with patriotism. Yeah. Judy Wood, who talks about the uh, the thing that I'm going to talk about, when she does all her seminars, she comes out in a, uh, a white jacket, and the white jacket thing was actually created on a, like a fashion statement to make doctors seem more authoritative. Huh. So the, the white jacket thing is actually... If someone walks into a room now with a white jacket on you, immediately your brain immediately goes, "Oh, he's a doctor." <laughs> I'm getting a white oh, jacket. That? White white coat syndrome as well. I'm getting a white when jacket. Your your heart rate unexpectedly goes up. They call it white coat syndrome because it's like when you sat down with a doctor. Oh yeah, just I get like, that. Oh, that makes sense. Um, the other sorry, thing, sorry, uh, The NSA uh, obviously started Stellar Wind, which was complete. Uh, uh, it was just tapping of. Telephone, that, uh, mobile, that mobile was communications. What, uh, Snowden, Snowden essentially released, wasn't um, it? And, and but there's so there was secret. So the the there was special secret contracts with it with all the telecommunications companies like Verizon, uh, Sprint, T-Mobile. and all that. Yeah. Uh, T-Mobile uh, uh, with between them and the government uh, to just 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 blanket tap and uh, track people's mobile phone calls, text messages and stuff. And it's a total disregard to the Fourth Amendment. Um, One of the things, though, just just while we're on that, one of the things that was interesting about Turning Point was the fact that, again, this is another thing that immediately I hated about the documentary. They were like, yeah, but we weren't listening to everyone's phone calls. Metadata. We were just just recording them. It's just metadata. And I'm like, that's just the same as anything, though, isn't it? It's like, you've you've got it. It's collateral. You can use it against mm. anything that yeah. goes against you. I think what with that, it's like they've convinced themselves like to, to legitimise what they were doing. They convinced themselves as people to go, yeah, but we weren't listening, so we're not that bad, are we? Like, but yeah. they, were, they it, probably weren't physically listening, but they had artificial intelligence software that was probably filtering all this audio at like yeah. such a fast rate and transcribing yeah, it. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like so, they were listening to it. It's like, crazy. Exactly. This is this is the thing that uh, Edward Snowden is still talking about now is the fact that it isn't the it isn't the invasion of your privacy at the time. It's the collateral that anybody has got against anything you say. And he said the society that we live in, you know, like cancel culture, the society mm. we live in can literally That's- all be spun in a way that would make you look like a terrorist. Yeah, yeah so exactly. He, you know, he talks about, like, he, he referred to Alex Jones in a thing, and he does, doesn't use his name, but you can definitely tell that's who he's talking yeah. about. Yeah. And he said, the thing is with Alex Jones, he publicly goes out there and says all this stuff. So you've got to think about what he's saying behind closed doors. You know, whereas right. in, like, yeah. people like us are like, you know, we're talking about it now and the things that we say, there's probably things that we think about in our head and things that we say to our, like, friends in real life that, like fucking, you know, mental shit. And if that's the stuff that they're recording, you know, well, everyone's it, fucked. And they've got, and they've got you by the bollocks. And yeah. it's interesting as well because iPhone have, are just releasing that new thing where, with one of the next iOS updates, they're the able cameras. to, yeah, they're they're able to access your phone to see if you've got any nonce material on there. But do you know what the funny thing is? That the beta for that has constantly been going with iCloud. 
But oh, it's really? Because it's, it's people who don't have iCloud. So any time you take a photograph, <laughs> the, the algorithm would essentially recognize faces. So you're right. taking pictures of your you and your children. That'll go on that database, and then it'll go to another algorithm that'll work out if that child's yours. Yeah. Like, See, it's like, you know, it's getting so far through it. Because I, I found this out from Edward Snowden. He tweeted it, and he was just like, everybody needs to look at this tweet and read the article enclosed. And he was yeah. just like, what the this fuck? is so, like unreal. I, did you iCloud see Photos has been doing it since iCloud Photos came out because did, the, law, the laws of storing someone else's data on a private database doesn't cover the database company for the act of holding child por- pornography or elude things. So basically, oh, right. it's covering the companies, the private companies. They yeah. don't give a fuck. You know, they care about prosecuting people and taking money off people. Right, but, yeah. You know, they're making out as if they're protecting children, but they're not. They're just going, we're protecting the private companies who we have billion-dollar contracts with. That's, yeah. that's what that's about. We're checking their sensitivity. Yeah, so again, it's where blockchain comes into play, and that, this is why people are, people think blockchain's all about fucking cash, but it's not. It's about private data, and this is why mm. the government's here. Yeah. Someone said that I saw a post on on the internet uh, yesterday, and said apparently you can, you know, when you put stickers on pictures on Facebook. Yeah. Apparently, you, there's a, there's a way of removing them. So if you post a picture of your children with a sticker over their private bits. Pedophiles can hack that image and yeah. take it off. It's <laughs> metadata. So yeah, the, the, actual, metadata. the actual thing is metadata. Mm. So the, again, it's a blockchain thing. Like when you mint an NFT, you're solid, solid, solidly making that picture a thing. And that's the thing that Facebook doesn't do. If, the, if it's within the app, they've got the, they have to have the picture before they can publish the, the sticker on top of it. So there's a way, Facebook has a picture of your child's dick, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we've done that, but... Fucking gross. I know, yeah, I go, know we met, but it's, it's weird, though, because, like, there's definitely pictures of me as a child with my dick out, right? <laughs> but at no, no point... On the front at, cover of Nevermind. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm suing them, because yeah. even though I've... I've Cashed in a fair few times on updated images of me now doing and it. You've got never mind tattooed across your chest. But I changed. I've changed my mm. mind now, and now I want all that money. Uh, that's bullshit. bullshit. That that wires me out. That fucking thing. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, but yeah, we don't. Track. I just. I've never felt the need to take a picture of my child naked, ever. No. Yeah, my never. child. My my youngest is always naked. <laughs> well, I don't want to take pictures of it because it's annoying because I don't want it to be naked. Da- look at Damien in the pool in the garden. Yeah. Just like, oh. that, that, I can't stand it. Facebook mummies and they just throw it up there. Yeah. Like and I, I see on my timeline, most of them I've either unfriended or I just filter. Like, yeah. I mean, Facebook's like, the fucking devil anyway, let's be honest. Like, yeah. It is. It is. Going okay. on to Edward Snowden, yeah, again, get rid of Facebook. Yeah. First thing he says, yeah. yeah. Everyone listening now, I know we've got a Facebook page and we've got an Instagram page, but we don't know the <laughs> yeah, login. We, don't, we don't know the fucking password, so it doesn't matter. De- delete your, <laughs> delete your, delete your Facebook pages now. Delete. Any your hackers page. out there, if you can hack into our Instagram, you can have the Prince Andrew tattoo that says "No Sweat." Yeah. And, yeah. yes. and we still need to work so out you the can hack, our, hack our Instagram. It's a free <laughs> tattoo, but it has to be it. Prince Andrew saying "No Sweat." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that, I mean, I there's, obviously, there's obviously the, the, the there's the other things is the truth, the 9-11 Truth Commission, which was all bullshit. And many members quit because they said this is the farce. It's not really right. a Truth Commission. A lot of answers, a lot of things went unanswered and a lot of things got swept under the carpet there. Uh, 
the war in Iraq, obviously, that is the how, like, obviously, we talked about WMDs. Uh, apparently, um, Rumsfeld on the day of 9 11 was saying, It's got to be Saddam, it's got to be Saddam. Like, yeah, of course, not the guy, the guy couldn't organize a piss up in a brewery. No, it's, it's basically the feedback we got from Saddam, and they just knew that was one of the big, big dick swinging warlords of the yeah. Middle East. You know, like he weren't gonna if there was anybody that was gonna try and protect the Middle East, it was gonna be Saddam. Yeah, and then you had uh, Gaddafi was, yeah, but he was always a good. Gaddafi was always seen as a good guy until right. until they needed a bad guy. Exactly. Just on that point, though, Saddam Hussein was also not considered a bad person mm. in in that sit in that you know, country. Yeah, and it's the same yeah. as Bin Laden. And it's the issue, one of the big things that came out, the first thing that came out about the recent Afghan news is that, oh, the Taliban have come forward and they've taken over everything, but the first thing they want to sort out is women's rights. And immediately, if that's, you know, genuine, but they were, <laughs> you know, no one will fucking believe that. They'll just be like, yeah, they're just going to take over again. But again, that's the culture we live in now. Like, yeah, exactly. Immediately, you know, they're, they're just like... so many fundamentalists religious people in Afghanistan who love the Taliban. Like if I saw an if I saw an article with the Taliban holding like a pride flag, I wouldn't know if it was satire or not. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But that's the thing, like if they've had someone in their country literally blowing their country to shit for 20 fucking years. Yeah. And the first all they talked about around the fucking round table was like, look guys, I think we need to sort this out. I think we need to sort, you know, stop whipping women for showing their faces. And they all just went you know, like, here, here, and then the gavel came down yeah. and they all got on their Harleys and rode back into, you know, Kabul. Yeah. It's like, that's fine. But even if that is true, no one would believe it no. because immediately they're like, yeah, but these are the guys who knocked down the Twin Towers. Like, mm. but they know, were, were the they? It wasn't the Taliban that did it. It was Al-Qaeda. It wasn't. Yeah, no, it wasn't exactly. It's but so it's, it's a group, yeah. a, a, like a splinter group of those yeah. because the Americans have tied Middle that Eastern, yeah. dialogue to those people. Like, yeah. that's, that's the problem. It's like, everyone always talks about like the BMP and the national front. They've both got fucking two completely different ideas, but everyone just ties them as racist, which the yeah. majority of them probably are, but there yeah. probably is some of them in there. Like there's a guy who comes in our studio all the time and he's talking about, yeah, but the, the lead guy of the BMP is a Sikh. I'm like, and like he was born in Britain. He just doesn't, he don't want any more coming over here. That's, yeah. you know, fucking, that's whatever, man. Like, you know, but, <clears throat> to be honest, the BMP is probably gone, oh, one of us is going to have to dress as a Sikh so we don't look like racist. <laughs> Someone's got it's, to put the It's almost one on. of those, almost one of those Osama Bin Laden costumes that you get yeah. from being like, yeah. why are all the rest of the BMP Why has he got a plastic, a turban? With a, with a plastic dynamite vest on. Well, that, you obviously know San- you obviously know Sanctos, the Halloween, the, the yeah. fancy dress shop in South End, in Westcliff, sorry, or whatever. The factory's two they're doors still, down from me. Yeah, they've still got like bags of people dressed like in cavemen suits, and everybody's in brown boot polish. Like white yeah. people, like <laughs> it's, this isn't too because they just no one's ever bought them. So, but they're not like no one like it's all owned by an old guy who probably's gone. I don't see the problem. He's yeah. a caveman. It's dirt. It's dirt. He's not. Well, he's Pakistan not black. He's got dark It ain't racist. Yeah. I saw a great memes. We're going well off tangent here. This is why yeah, I like we... these episodes. I know. <laughs> sorry, but I saw a great meme the other day from. Uh, it was basically around this Nevermind thing, and it was a bumblebee, and he was trying to cancel out all the girls at Halloween. He's like, I've never wore fishnets and suspenders. I, I'm suing all the white girls on the Halloween. It was brilliant. 
sexy Christmas bumblebee. Halloween bumblebee. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, let's move that's on. That's the aftermath. That's all my aftermath notes. So yep. there's probably loads more, but the main thing is the forever war. There, it, it was a false flag. In my eyes, it was either a false flag or a terrorist attack that was let happen. The same you believe with 7-7, seven, seven, yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. It was let happen to get people into into the forever war. Quickly, bring um, in Operation Northwoods. Let's, yeah, so, uh, four pages my, over. What are we my doing next? Other little fa- my fact for the day that happened on the day, the, the the thing I want to talk about quickly, and then JJ can go into Judy Wood. Um, is No, so the, I feel Judy Wood has to come after after the steel beams, even though we're going to... Yeah. Even though, yeah, 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 but that idea. Okay, okay. so, so the EPA, um, the EPA or EPA from The Simpsons, yeah. uh, they they told people that the air was clear enough, clean enough to breathe now, and you can all go back to work. You can all move back to your houses at Ground Zero. Uh, the day they told them that, an independent um, third party uh, tested the air and. The air was as alkaline as bleach. Oh, and and from and the amount of people that from from nine eleven onwards until like probably about five ten years afterwards that have died from cancer and yeah. other respiratory issues because clearly because the air wasn't clear. It's basically like That's floating asbestos. Like it was insanity. Yeah, it was like it was like working with asbestos for your entire life, but. You just lived in that air, so that. Yeah. But the EPA and the government said it was fine to go back to, but it definitely wasn't. It was like breathing in dried bleach, like caustic soda kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah, so that was um, that was my like my last bit of like factual crap at how horrible the world is. But yeah, no, the, uh, and and mainly the. the... Um, go on, JJ. Oh, sorry. No, again, it just crashed like briefly. Um, one of the things that I was just considering, because obviously there's so many um, conspiracies, maybe we just like riff about them for like a set amount of time and then just fucking like move on because there's so many. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's just fire them off and talk about again, them until we finish. Like, you can ser- if you're interested in it, you can search more about it because, yeah. you know, I'd, I'd rather just be like the ones that I kind of are concerned about and then you can just look at them. And I'm yeah. sure you guys will have fucking loads of different ones. I think, as well. yeah, I yeah. think that'd be better because then if we are actually interested, we can just talk about it for a bit. Um, yeah. Uh, because there are so many. Mm. I want to get the most ridiculous ones out of the way once you finish your, your. No, piece. I reckon we should start with the start with the ridiculous ones and then we'll kind of okay. bring it back in. So, so I told you guys yesterday. Oh, go on, Dean. No, you go first. I feel like you've been talking ages because I've had four beers. No. Oh, <laughs> well, I was, was going to say that now we look into the like, the conspiracies here and there, we're going to be reading, um, as I mentioned at the beginning, from popularmechanics.com, uh, the claim and then the fact. Uh, they're fairly small paragraphs. We should be able to get through them pretty quickly. I will begin now with the World Trade Centers themselves. And this one is uh, under the conspiracy or at least the question of the widespread damage. So the claim is the first hijacked plane crashed through the 94th and 98th floors of the World Trade Center's 110-story North Tower. The second jet slammed into the 78th to the 84th floors of the 110-story uh, South Tower. The impact and ensuing fires disrupted elevator service in both buildings. Plus, the lobbies of both buildings were vis- visibly damaged before the towers collapsed. 
collapsed. Uh, there is no way the impact of the jet could have caused such widespread damage 80 stories below, claims uh, a posting on the San Diego Independent Media Center. Uh, it is obvious and irrefutable that other explosives had already been detonated in the lower levels of the tower, uh, uh, lower levels of Tower One, at the same time as the planes crashed. Can I? Can you smell that? Oh, what's that smell? Is that yeah, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Because <laughs> <laughs> we know, and we talked about it on the last episode that the jet fuel flooded and fire flooded down those elevator shafts and yep. into into the thing and 18 well 11 people lost their lives and seven people were injured and it's and and, and in that in that um documentary uh the one with a t why do i keep forgetting this turning Turning point point. one of the first times that i heard about jet fuel coming down the uh, shafts was when the marriott hotel guy goes into the lobby and says that he just saw piles of bodies at the bottom of the elevator shafts. And that was because of all the jet fuel coming down. That was the first ever time I had heard anybody in 20 years talk about jet fuel flushing down elevator shafts. So as you guys have mentioned as well, like, it, it, it's bullshit. It, but the claim just doesn't stand. <laughs> so the thing immediately, the question was for me, was that, you, you know, yesterday you mentioned that the jets were, on turning point, they mentioned that the jets were primed. Mm. They don't, it's not like when you've got a brand new car and you fill it up after you've done one mile. They don't do that with aeroplanes. I, I, I think they literally put as much fuel in as they need to fly that flight yeah. or a little bit longer. Right. Yes. So the idea they get enough, that was, I think it's enough to stay in the air for one to two hours in yeah, case of holding patterns. Yeah. So the one of the facts that they say in turning point, one of the things they say in turning point was like these jets were fueled to go. They were only fueled to go to LA. Mm. Like it's quite it's a lot of fuel. What, though. It's a four-hour mm. flight, is it? No, no it's about about six, nine hours. Six flight. hours. Oh yeah. It can sometimes. It it does it, depend. Yeah, it's weird diagonal. Whenever I've flown to California, like one hour or whatever. yeah. When I when I've flown to California, it's been about seven hours average. But yeah. those jets, um, which were seven four seven seven six seven four right? sevens and seven six sevens, yeah, yeah. Those jets are made to do big big flights, like fourteen hour flights. Yeah. So the fact that they were saying they, they were full, like. You know, I, I don't know whether that's true, but the, when that plane ignited, that jet fuel surely would have exploded. It did. Like, well, inst- yeah. Instantly. Yeah. So the fact that jet fuel was falling down. Yeah, but, the, but the, it would, it, it, like, it has to go somewhere that it, like, when it explodes. Yeah, but it would it, essentially combust. It did. It combusted down the... Down the elevator um, shaft. Down the elevator shaft. Elevator shaft. As it flew down, it, like, have enough, you seen the film the, Backdraft? Have you seen Backdraft? So if, if, but but as, as soon as something combusts, the thermogenic reaction stopped. Yeah, but so it, the, the, the amount it, it of fuel, through. the amount of fuel that was there, would have to go somewhere. Like yeah. because so I think that's what they're saying that there was so but much once, fuel. Once it's once it's thermogenically reacted, it doesn't do anything else. So it doesn't. It doesn't. Once, like that, is made to combust. So once it's yeah. combusted, it's combusted. It leaves no residue. So no, it if the combustion, if the combustion has to happen, it explodes, yeah. mm. and then it would create, like you know, like a a, a monoxide of some of some sort, and it would disappear. But yeah. they, that's the only reaction that would ever happen: was the gas would come out. Yeah. So the idea that fuel itself, no, it was, the, it was fuel, the ignited fuel. Yeah, the ignited fuel 
that would make the towers instantly fall. That was one of the big arguments that I read. The the towers, if if the because the, of the, the yeah, pressure, yeah, yeah. because get, of the that. pressure, because everybody in that building, if that was the case, and it was exploding all the way down the elevator shaft, because mm. we're talking in like fragments of seconds. Mm. If that cuts through a building, which basically let's just say chops off half of the structure, yeah. so that top bit's just wobbling around. If all the fuel's leaking down and it's not combusting, yeah. it's just building at the bottom. So mm. the one of the big things is that people said they heard explosions, which is obviously the big the big sort of thing where everyone's like, "Fuck!" It was an inside job. It was an and explosion. You gotta, yeah, you got to think fumes are also compiling yeah. down there too. But that's the thing. Jet fuel is abrasive anyway, so jet fuel would melt a body. Like this is oh. the yeah, I know yeah. this is grim. This is what. But that's what confuses me because people were still walking into the foyer once the both planes had hit. Mm. So it's fuel, right? It's fucking, yeah. It isn't. It isn't jelly. It like it can get through gaps. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like <laughs> it's not jelly. <laughs> yeah. So that's what that that is one of the big things for me. And the argument of everything is that everybody seems to be arguing about the fact that jet fuel can't melt steel. I don't think any of the real conspiracy th- theory guys were talking about that. I think they're talking about the fact that it either all combusted or it didn't. There's a, there's two elements because right. it's, yeah. it's it's like okay, a fuse. Yeah. Like if you've got a fuse that's locked like that and there's a cut in it, it'll go to there and stop. Yes, I understand so you, what you're saying. The now. idea that fuel is fluid, it would ignite the whole thing in it would just, yeah, of it, it would gradually just go. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. The, this is the thing that Judy Wood talks about is that when people use terminology, they so if you immediately say fire to somebody, they immediately go hot red right so she doesn't use words like that because she you know there was things that were glowing but weren't on fire you know what i mean so it's like they said the fire raged on for like days and days afterwards yeah because it was the, the embers wasn't it yeah yeah and and everything but that jet fuel would have cut through people like it, it mm. you know it's abrasive maybe not mm. instantaneously but you would probably would get more burns from jet fuel than than fucking like being on fire Mm. You know, that, that, things like that that are like again, I don't have a, I don't have an answer for it. But the things that I've read about these, th- th- there's, there's one side of like there's the real hardcore industrialists who are just like jet fuel does not burn through steel. But then they have no arguments about what jet fuel can do in that scenario because no one does. No one. No, no, no one. Does. Would, no one would yeah. fucking know. That's what so, I didn't like about Turning Point. Sorry. Yeah. So Might the fact uh, finalised is following up on a May 2002 preliminary report by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, FEMA. Uh, the National Institute of Standards and Technology, NIST, NIST. Uh, a branch of the US Department of Commerce, released another report in spring 2005. NIST shared its initial initial findings with popular mechanics at the time and made its lead researcher available to our team of reporters. The NIST investigation revealed that the plane debris sliced through the utility shafts uh, at the North Tower's core, creating a conduit for burning jet fuel and the fiery destruction throughout the building. Uh, quote, it's very hard to document where the fuel went, uh, says Foreman Williams, a NIST advisor and a combustion expert. <laughs> but it, if, if it's atomized and combustible and gets to an ignition, it'll go off. So it's a high, it's a high octane fuel. That's pretty the, much um, what you said, uh, JJ, practically. Yeah. And following on from the whole melted steel, uh, the claim we have been lied to, uh, in quotes, announces the website attackonamerica.net. Which is um, 
uh, what's his name's website before? Alex Jones? Um, yeah, Alex Jones's website. I knew it would be. I knew- yeah. <laughs> oh, of course it is. Um, sorry, excuse me. Carrying gay on. frogs. It's all uh, about gay frogs. The first lie was Well, the fir- the first lie was that to load the fuel for the aircraft was the cause of structural failure. Uh, no kerosene fire can burn hot enough to melt steel. Uh, the posting is entitled Proof of Controlled Demolition at the World Trade Center. Uh, we don't need to obviously go over everything that JJ just mentioned, but fact, yeah. jet fuel burns at 800 to 15, uh, 1,500 degrees Fahrenheit, not hot enough to melt steel, which uh, happens at 2,750 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, however, experts agree that for the towers to collapse, their steel frames didn't need to melt. They just had to lose their structural strength. Exactly. I don't need to read yeah. further on from and the there. fact that <laughs> I was going oh, wait for he's he's frozen again. Sorry, no, I had no. I was waiting. You clapped your hands like you were going to say yeah, something. So, so this is probably this is probably where I can segue in with Judy Wood. But sure. if you want to, if you want to get Judy in there Woodis. now, no, Judy Woodis, mate, and then. So again, this is another thing that you have to say. This is like. She talks about something called dusti- dustifi- dustification. So okay. she's made this word up because if you use the word vaporization or anything like that, it's implying that it's vaporized, which isn't a thing that she believes happened. She's talking about the effect of, you know, what was going on. Go, is sorry, she a doctor or a teacher or who, who is she? Uh, she's a doctor in um, metaphysics, uh, constructural physics, Oh, the, the, list, the, the list is endless. Like yeah. it, it's, okay. it's massive. She is but again. She's, she's a very nervous nerd. So everything immediately, the media just go at her. She's like, she's a fucking weirdo. Like, cause she is a very nervous person and she's doing all this stuff through like research she's done. And you know, she's, she's just kind of, a, I kind of remind, reminds me of a, like a kooky auntie. Um, okay. But she basically explains that once let's just take out the, so the, the planes fly into the towers and then for X amount of time, I, I, I don't have the numbers, but there's smoke coming out of the tops of the towers. There's no real activity below the impact points. Okay. So basically the first tower goes and she almost like, I, you, you'll have to like pick me up if I'm at the wrong tower, but there's a tower that almost like at the top buckles and it goes like that. That was the north And then one, as it starts the going, tower, yeah, the first tower it, falls. it falls in. It, it all falls downwards. Yeah, and she was she's she's not denying that that is how something would work because it's the weight of everything above it that would bring it down, but she's also saying that the the actual frame of the of the building, as as this is falling over, <clears throat> it basically turns to dust, like it literally just disappears. Yeah, there's no it doesn't go like that and fall down and you can see it, and it, Obviously, she talks about the way that the dust comes up and everything like that, and it's almost like it's covering it up. Yeah. But she's saying those bits that fall down, don't all of everything that's encompassed in that building doesn't create a seismic wave as big as. So basically, they destroyed um they destroyed us. I think it was an old football stadium in Seattle called like the P Dome or okay. something like that. Pedo. A P yeah the P Dome. <laughs> Um, my Siri just activated them for some reason. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know if I've asked it to call me that. <laughs> Someone has. Um, so yes, basically, the, the 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 football stadium, which was less than three stories, four stories high, it got demolished, and when it hit the ground, it created a, a seismic wave, um, a Richter scale wave of two point three. 
Wow. Um, the main tower, which had 500,000 tonnes of weight on it, or it might have been the two towers combined. I can't remember. It's either two, 250,000 per tower or 500,000 per Still tower. Still a lot Which of was one-tenth of this, this stadium. Uh, sorry, not one-tenth of the stadium. The stadium was one-tenth of the building. Yeah. Created the same Richter-scale matter effect on the ground. So her concept is that, again, this is where it gets fucking west. She <laughs> believes that there was a free energy weapon that basically stopped she's almost of the idea that when it was falling down it was vaporized to stop collateral so it's to stop as if there was from... something from space went yeah and just... possibly she believes what it's a fuck? weapon but she also believes it's something that we've got on earth so it's it's more concerning about that wow um so if you look at all these these um richter scale waves and everything like that it basically she's she talks about how a bowling ball, you know, they've worked. Oh, no, he's frozen. Yeah, he's frozen, eh? X amount of time. Sorry, I, yours keeps cutting out, but okay. it would drop this bowling ball off and it would it would literally hit the ground at a certain speed. Oh, right. Frankful damage. Oh, we're all right, we're all right. So you talk about terminal um, velocity? Yeah. So she was basically saying that the top part of there, it should have gone down at a faster speed than the dust. Yeah. And then it it basically, as it gets to the, once the, the things pile to the bottom. Ah, he's gone oh, again. No. And then they literally just go like this. And then they just, like, she's got five frames and they just disappear. Yeah. Like, in, like, they literally just disappear. There's no, there is no, like, it doesn't drop. It's literally just moving like that. And then the black, the solid black, just turns into like nothing, like dust. You're gonna have to find this. You need to share no this with. You got to share this with me, man. This it's is. In, like, I shared it. I shared it with you earlier on. Um, oh, nice. Is it in well, the Discord? She. Uh, no, no, no. I shared it in the in the group. It's the Judy Wood uh, on um, our. Oh, oh, signal, signal, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to check um, that. Out. That sounds bananas, but amazing. I didn't get quite get onto it, but I've watched it before. But basically, it then lends onto uh, it lends onto uh, free energy like weapons and stuff like that. And I was telling Ben about it briefly. Again, it's something that I, re I reckon everyone should research rather than me explain it because I'm not a scientist. But it talks about um, fission versus cold fusion and how okay. the governments are arguing over which one is more sustainable nowadays. And it's she said, I'm pretty sure she said it lends all the all the characteristics of fission. So I don't know whether her concept is that this was almost like shit. The buildings are fucking going down. What can we do to minimize casualties? Let's vaporize it because I've heard other theories. This is a, a, one of uh, somebody who follows our podcast, uh, Leon. So this shout out to Leon. He Leon. put me onto this and I was just like, fucking hell man. And he, he's <laughs> like, mate, this is, this is the one. But then there's, there's extremists who have gone off on a tangent about how, you know, this is, she's a scientist. She's talking about the science behind this falling down. But then you've got people going, well, the, the planes must have been missiles with projections on them of planes. And if any of you two have got any ideas about those two, I'll let you go for it. But no, well, it, it was a, there was, I, I kind of laughed that one off when I when I read about it. That it was a hologram of a B fifty two. There was a hologram of a seven four seven on a B fifty two. But again, these are just extremist followers of Judy Woods, so they've just come up with their own concept about this. 
which oh, made her energy. sound incredible or incredible. Yeah. You know? yeah. Not I'm incredible. gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look into that. Maybe we'll do a Judy Wood episode. I'll give you. The, I'll send you the link for the Judy yeah. Wood Please, seminar. Yeah. And again, it's difficult because she's she's such an. You can tell she's such a nervous person. She's a nerd. Like she she yeah. she didn't think she was gonna ever spend her fucking career telling people about 9/11. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Maybe we'll, again, we will do a deep a dive one. into Judy Wood and that yeah. because that is a, that yeah. feels like it deserves us to do some. Like all looking of us to kind of look into definitely. it and talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on uh, your turn, oh, sorry, Dean. Go Dean. Ahead. I was going to say your turn, Dean, to go up with your with the next. Yeah, I'm still. Yeah, I've got. Uh, so the puffs of dust, which is a very popular one that people um, connect with the idea of there being explosives uh, planted throughout the uh, trade center itself. So the claim, as each tower collapsed, clearly visible puffs of dust and debris were ejected from the sides of the buildings. Excuse me. An advertisement in the New York Times for the book Painful Questions and Analysis of September 11th uh, made this claim, the con- and I quote, the concrete clouds shooting out of the buildings are not possible from a mere collapse. They do occur from explosions. New- uh, end quote. Numerous conspiracy theorists cite Van Romero, an explosive expert and vice president of the New Mexico Institute of Mining and Technology, who was quoted on 9-11 by the Albuquerque Journal as saying... Quote, there were some explosive devices inside the buildings that caused the towers to collapse, end quote. The article continues, Romero said uh, the collapse of the structures resembled those of controlled implosions used to demolish old structures. Um, what's your take on either of those, JJ? I'll, quick, I'll quickly get in there. Another Dr. Judy Wood. She talks hey. about, she talks about, there's a perfect diagram that she's made as well. She talks about the way that as the buildings, as the main narrative would be as the buildings collapse every time they collapse the collateral of the dust flying out would be um and it's not even the amount it's the f- the speed and velocity that it comes out at yeah and she said it, the pressure. Would be, it would be equivalent and this is where her theory comes from all the buildings surrounding it would be equivalent to somebody shooting a tommy gun at the wall and there's no marks on the other walls at all some mm. of the buildings windows didn't even break around it that makes and sense. she said as it gets down to the bottom, she said it's almost Mach 2 in pressure. Wow. And you've uh, got fingers as well. equivalent to going to on the Rita Queen of Speed, I think. I think yeah. that's 3.6. And I've, and I've just recently, uh, yesterday, done a podcast, uh, the first of a podcast about Quantum Leap. And uh, the premise of that episode is he has to reach Mach 3 uh, to leap, uh, and he doesn't. Ah. Oh. And it's funny you talking about that though, JJ, as well, because you've got to think the stuff that's coming, being projected from that, it's like shards well, it's, of glass. It's 200, like I said, 250,000 tons, uh, not even including the people. One theory that she had, somebody said it was almost like there was like a vapor coming out. She was talking about the water tanks. Mm. Um, so right. in America, obviously, the water tanks are on the roof in most cases, on most buildings. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. the same in England, but on the Twin Towers, because it was so large. Apparently, by the time the water would have got down to the bottom, it would have been contaminated. So they had to have them on certain floors. So this is why you only saw explosions on certain floors of the water tanks. Ah. But... Oh, he's gone again. Frozen. He, got, he froze at his butt. He froze on the butt. That's painful. We'll remember that. Yeah. Oh, come back, JJ. JJ, come back. If you say his name three times like Candyman, he'll come back. JJ Jackson. JJ. JJ Jackson. JJ Jackson. JJ Jackson. JJ Jackson. Oh, right. So hey! you froze. Oh, he's back. Now he's gone. Oh, the energy is clear. 
Is the energy strong enough? Okay. He is. Oh, no. Uh, oh. Uh, well, he's uh, stuck. He's in oh, like no, a different dimension at the moment. Frozen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, why JJ uh, unfreezes himself, um, I will say what I think. I, well, I, didn't never, I never looked into this puffs because I just assumed it was the, the, the floor Pressure. collapsing. Yeah, yeah and it just me like, too. Yeah, you, just, you assume that it's exactly that. Yeah. The floor's falling. So uh, the fact uh, that rounds it up is once each tower began to collapse, the weight of all floors above the collapse zone bore down with uh, pulverizing force. You're muted. Uh, you're muted, JJ. How uh, oh, fucking amazing is this? I've just attached myself to my phone and it's faster than my internet. How great yeah, you look so much better. You, we, yeah, you, I feel, you I'm lost, sweating because I'm so excited. You yeah, lo- so we lost you, you got at to butt. You, we lost you at butt. About yeah, but are you, are you, you guys might be in halfway no, through. No, no, I just so. we were just agreeing no. that we, we thought it was the the floors collapsing. The pressure, yeah, the yeah. air pressure. Right. So there was I talking about the water parts? Yeah, yeah the, the water, water parts. And you got but the vapor. Yeah. Ah, yes, but. If the building was as hot as people were claiming it was, that vapor would have literally disappeared. Yeah. Mm. So it's the heat, the heat. If jet fuel burns at the that the place it's meant to be burning at, because the black smoke from those floors didn't clear up for three days. Obviously, the floors were a lot lower; they were mm. on the ground. But the heat in there, if it was still enough to burn the floor, that heat would have instantly vaporized water so you yeah, wouldn't even, have seen any you wouldn't have seen actual physical water not even so, condensation steam gone no, it would literally have gone because it would have gone upwards through these clouds and some yep. people believe that the clouds were the vapor mm. but then you saw people walking around with it and it's obviously a mixture of like concrete and stuff like this but it was so like dusty and obviously all this there's so many things you need to, you just need to watch that video I probably shouldn't talk about Judy Wood anymore because <laughs> that video basically it's fantastic. It's so good. Oh, she she comes up with so many good, and it's good for the conspiracy. There is a lot of dust, isn't there? A lot of dust. There's a lot of dust now. I'm like, there's so much dust. Um, they they were talking about people having to physically pull chunks of like pull the dust out of their throats. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, honest, honestly, man, that that documentary is. And again, she just falls into that category of conspiracy weirdo, but she's just like. She she's done a seminar at Edinburgh University, and the, the, everybody in the audience is like asking her questions halfway through, and she's not one of these like, uh, can the, can the questions wait for the end? She's just like answering them there and then, and then there's just it's just uproar, just people like going to try and go her, but she just doesn't care. I think she wrote a book, or she's wrote a book about free energy, like, and it's just like free energy and the twin towers. Obviously, that's just to sell the idea of free energy. It's not. I don't okay. think it's to. But she's been banned on everything, banned on... I don't think she's even has a Wikipedia page anymore. Uh, but all her books are banned on Amazon and stuff like that. So thanks to Leon for that. Leon Wintering, yeah, that, Winteringham, Leon. I think. He came up to me in the gym, actually, and was just like, all right, JJ, I watch your podcast. I was like, oh, fucking cool. He was like, I've got something that'll blow your mind. And then I got home and he sent it to my inbox. I was like, yeah, it fucking blew my mind. And this was fucking months ago. Yeah, it was. I remember you sort of shared it with us um, and then... I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so good, so good. No, I will now, and I think we'll yeah we'll it, we'll we'll bookmark that um, for a full episode then, because okay. that sounds interesting. I'm I'm in my my uh, interest is peaked, and I'd like to know more. 
So uh, the next one we'll move on. Yeah, go. Yeah, the next one we'll move on to. Uh, the I'm other listening. Topic I'm just the, piss. It was the seismic spikes, but we've obviously mentioned that as it was included in JJ's uh, segment. World Trade Center Seven collapse. So the claim is seven hours after the towers fell, the 47-story World Trade Center Seven collapsed, according to 911review.org. Uh, the video clearly shows that it was not a collapse subsequent to, to a fire, but rather a controlled demolition amongst the internet investigators. The jury is in on this one. Uh, World Trade Center 7 stands amid the rubble of the recently collapsed Twin Towers damaged by falling mm -hmm. debris. Uh, the building then endures a fire that rages for hours. Experts say this combination of not demolition-style implosion led to the roofline kink that signals the World Trade Center 7's progressive collapse. Uh, the fact that uh, popularmechanic.com uh, says is many conspiracy theories point to FEMA's preliminary report, which said there was relatively light damage to WTC7 prior to its collapse. With the benefit of more time and resources, NIST researchers now support the working hypothesis that Building 7 was far more compromised by falling damage than the FEMA report had originally indicated. Quote, the most important thing we found was that there was, in fact, physical damage to the south facing of Building 7. NIST's Sunday, uh, Sunder tells Popular Mechanics on about a third uh, of uh, about the, a third of the face to the center and to the bottom, approximately 10 stories, about 25% of the depth of the building was scooped out. NIST also discovered previously undocumented damage to World Trade Center 7's upper stories and its southwest corner, conveniently. Uh, might I add, NIST investigators believe a combination of intense fire and several structural damage contributed to the collapse, uh, though assigning the exact proportion requires more research. But NIST's analysis suggests that Building 7 was an example of, of progressive collapse, a process in which the failure of parts of a structure ultimately creates strains that cause the entire building to come down. Videos of the four uh, videos of the fall of Building Seven show cracks or kinks in the building's facade just before the two penthouses disappeared into the structure, one after the other. The entire building fell in on itself, with the slumping east side of the structure pulling down the west side in a diagonal collapse. Um, I do recall seeing the diagonal collapse uh, of that, and has led me. I, I know that a lot of people do believe that it is a controlled demolition um but i don't know if i believe that much anymore because i've been back and looked at it and you can see it i don't know it just doesn't it doesn't fall in the same exact same manner as what a controlled demolition looks like because it looks like you see it kind of slope and then kind of crumble in like different angles at least i'm looking now yeah it, it yeah i'm looking at it now and you can see it yeah, it fall, it breaks in loads of different places, like, and then and goes. It does fall very, very nicely, though. It's quite, quite therapeutic to watch that. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, the, 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 the thing about the World Trade uh, WT Seven is what was in there. That's the main right. thing with that is the fact that the FBI was in there, CIA was in there, um, FEMA was in there. Um, apparently, the records that proved that. As I said in the last episode, the proof that King John <laughs> was the rightful heir to the throne and qu the Queen Elizabeth was illegitimate. Um, and probably loads of evidence on um, Prince Andrew and his lack of sweat. Oh, God. Uh, there was also a lot of burnt out cars surrounding World Trade Center 7 before any building collapsed. 
there was cars burnt out in the middle of the uh, parking lot surrounding and, World Trade Center 7. And a lot of people said that was from um, a lot of the jet fuel from the... Uh, yeah, that had been ejected out of the side yeah. of the... Um, but again, th- there is... It's such a weird one because, again, my homegirl, Judy Wood, she shows a trajectory line of where <laughs> the, the fuel came out. And it's just a row of loads of cars, but nowhere, than, unless like it set one off and then like it set off a chain reaction. Right, of but, course, yeah. I don't, it, again, it, the car the car things are boggling. Research burnout cars around 9-11, like there's cars on top of each other. Yeah. But then there's rows and rows of cars, but then there's just one car on top of this other car and everyone's like, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> yeah, just, that is a did it fall bizarre. directly from the sky? Like it, it's it's dodgy as fuck. And there's unburnt paper inside these cars. Really? And the, the the American government are claiming that they were moving cars around. I'm just like, what? You were moving cars around in the middle of a fucking national terrorist attack? Like yeah, it's, it sounds really, like something ridiculous that would actually happen though. There's unburnt like- there's unburnt paper in cars, and somebody was like, "Yeah, but that car's got a sunroof." I'm just like, "Yeah, it also doesn't have a fucking windscreen or doors, but paper doesn't flat doesn't get incinerated in a building and then just." blows out of the other side especially when steel and concrete are being yeah. fucking vaporized you know what that, that's, that's reminded me of the thing that that um was definitely glossed over in that turning point was the fact that they'd found all this identification in the wreckage yeah yeah uh, they, bring, they do talk about a loose change but i i only got like an hour into it and then i fell asleep so um. and it was almost like they found just the cot the photo corner sides yeah, and everyone. Some guy tried to debunk it, saying, "Yeah, well, most people carry their passport photo in their back pocket." I was like, "And?" And yeah, he was like, just "Well, been, most, they, most back been... pockets aren't long enough to hold a passport." I'm just like, "All right, sir." They didn't find any fucking jeans there, did they? They just found <laughs> one co- one quarter that, that, of a fucking passport. You know, that was the one. That was the moment when I realised there was some fuckery involved. In two thousand, yeah. when they were like, "We found the passports of these guys," I was like, "Hmm." There's nothing left. There's literally nothing left. It was there was a massive explosion that would have vaporized or dustified everything on the, in that plane. There would yeah, have been yeah. nothing left. And there's no way yeah. that they would have found those documents. Again, this is if they're going to lie about one thing, how many things are they going to lie about? So, you know, like the things that all the like our level are talking about is like passport pictures and shit like that. Like they're probably if you know there's there's all the whole shit about the security because apparently you were allowed to carry a knife on a board, yeah, a plane, yeah. but it was only a Stanley blade. What? And one of the security guys talks on that road trip thing about how he was like, we didn't have anything in place for that. We never used to even have metal detectors, and that's mental to even believe, isn't it? Like yeah, because I can't bizarre. remember going on for, holiday for, before for that. Inter- for internal flights, they yeah. Do. Okay, but, so I it was just something else that blew my mind. I was like, fuck. Okay, so time to move on. We're moving on to the Pentagon now. Uh, one of the craziest ones, I guess, and one that I still think that there's fuckery involved in it. Uh, okay, first claim. Two holes were visible in the Pentagon immediately after the attack. A 75-foot-wide entry hole in the building's exterior wall and a 16-foot-wide hole in the ring in ring C, the Pentagon's middle ring. Conspiracy theorists claim both holes are far too small to have been made by a Boeing 757 
Uh, quote, how does a plane 125 feet wide and 155 feet long fit into a hole which is only 16 feet across? Asks uh, reopen911.org, uh, a website dedicated to discovering the bottom line of the truth to what really occurred on September 11th, 2000. Um, Reopen, what is the website? Reopen911.org, what a yeah. shit, what a, that what is a terrible name. Um, Reopen911, do you so mean truth- reinvestigate? Yeah, reinvestigate. I guess that was probably cost a bit too much money for the domain for that. Mm. Uh, the truth is of even less importance to French author Thierry Mayer. What, what's this? I don't think. Uh, no, I don't think that's anything to do with what I'm, I want to read. Anyway, uh, the fact of the idea of putting a square peg in a round hole is when American Airlines Flight 77 hit the Pentagon's exterior wall. Uh, ring E, it created a hole approximately 75 feet wide, according to the American story of civil engineers, uh, Pentagon Building Performance Report. The exterior facade collapsed about 20 minutes after impact, but ASCE, ASCA, Based American Society of Civil Engineers. Right, yep. Uh, based its measurements on the of the original hole on the number of the f- uh, of first floor support columns that were destroyed or damaged. Computer simulations confirmed the findings. Uh, I don't really know how you can computer. The simulate. computer simulation is pretty. It, it describes it pretty well, to be honest. I again, oh, okay. I'm not a science guy, but it does. It just so happened that the angle that they went in at, which was calculated because they did a full UE, didn't they, and came yeah. back round and right, spun yeah, it yeah. in the brand new department of it. Uh, why wasn't it, it, the it, whole... It, sorry, it happened to no. go through, diagonally through columns that were built structurally diagonally. Yeah. So oh, right. the, it was almost like the main hull of, or whatever it is, on the cabin of the, of the plane went straight through the fucking... Straight oh, through right. there yeah. between the columns. That makes sense, though. And it, it almost, it again, it they they described it as almost like a funnel. So all the part, like the wings, basically instantly deteriorated, yeah. and then it was the weight of the back of the plane, which basically bundled up. Oh god, this is fucking gross. But basically bundled up everything inside the cabin and almost like bowling balled it out of the back because there's obviously the fucking missile hell. theory that it was a missile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. missiles <laughs> explode on impact. Yeah. So in most cases, unless they're guided, but if it hit something, it would have exploded. So that kind of debunks the the missile thing. Mm. Yeah. So why was the whole? Sorry, Ben, go ahead. I was going to say um, because you need to get going. I was going to say should we jump forward to the debris because that's kind of interesting for me. Is that there is no debris? Yeah. Well, yeah, because that stands out a lot to me massively because I remember that being something that a lot I of people just, brought up can I just can I just interrupt I love these 9-11 conspiracy website names this one is for <laughs> this one's for pentagonstrike.co.uk <laughs> and this is .co.uk yeah this is a UK based Pentagon Strike yeah oh, sounds like a, a clan on fucking like Call of Duty or something it does yeah we're Pentagon Strike um, conspiracy theorists insist there was no plane wreckage at the Pentagon. In reality, a Boeing 757 was never found, claims pentagonstrike.co.uk, which asks the question, what hit the Pentagon on 911? There was a guy who was there. He was like, he was pretty high up in the in thingy defense, like Homeland Security. And he said he was driving to the Pentagon as it happened. And he walked in the buildings and saw pieces of plane. Again, it, this is on that road trip, that conspiracy road trip, which I highly recommend. It's fantastic. 
but everybody there doesn't believe him because he's official. So this is basically oh, saying okay, that yeah. any any person from the inside of the Pentagon, whatever they say, you can't believe it. If you're a fucking mega conspiracy theorist, like, you know, basically invalidating every single witness, yeah. you know, because right. the Pentagon is a government building. So the, there were civilians just walking around, you know, maybe they were on a day trip or whatever, but... Mm. You know. well, that's the thing. Just because it's a government building, like you still have civil servants, which are just normal people. You do, I but that, not, I, do, I really it, do think that in the Pentagon, it's over. the layers are actually yeah. uh, the outer layers like, is for the for the for, for the normies. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like the immediate, like in the instant, the normies would have the ones that have have been hit would probably be just bush. No, you know, you like the internal intelligence would just be like, "Oh, what? What's that massive fucking hole in that wall?" You, oh, it's you, just a just a terrorist. Attack. It's funny when you think about the actual building development because it probably did, in fact, cross their minds. They were like, "Well, we've got these like rings at the moment. Where's everybody going to be located?" Well, what happens if we actually have a lot of car bomb or something? Ugh, who's quite important? Well, we're all quite important. Well, let's put us in the middle around shit tons of concrete and steel and bomb proof like building structures and then we'll just put all the interns on the outside of the building well apparently the pentagon i'm just trying to find out if i'm talking shit or not which i probably am but apparently the pentagon's goes quite far underground um, i wouldn't surprise me so it's literally like because the guy on turning point describes it as five layers and five five floors wow but i've watched documentaries before where they're talking about how it's almost like a um like a mayan pyramid it's ah. kind of like it goes like that and then like that and then like gets further. So the actual bottom of the Pentagon is like it's an upside small. down Mayan pyramid. I understand mm. what you mean. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which makes sense. But again, is any of that going to be on the internet? Like, you not. know, maybe the fucking plane was trying to trying to go down. Because again, United 93, that's an explanation behind that one yeah. with rubble and stuff. So what was the fact, Ben? As uh, to why there wasn't any debris? Um, it just says exactly what Dean just uh, Dean what JJ just said. There was debris. Someone saw it. Um, they just what because it went in like JJ said, like a funnel. It, it was the, all the debris was behind the behind the base the of the walls. It was right, in there. Yeah, it was yeah. all in there. So um, it, it, there just wasn't any debris because it didn't explode backwards. It went into the building. So there, there was right. debris. It was inside the building. People saw it. People picked it up. People looked at it. But obviously there was none. No cameras allowed inside. So they never... It's, it's anyone's word against anyone's word, isn't mm. it? It's a, it's, a, it's a wonder that there's no CCTV being released of inside the Pentagon, though, that happened. But I guess it probably would have been destroyed on impact. Yeah, well, I mean yeah. the cam the camera will have been destroyed, but surely they aren't. You know they aren't using 1999 Curry special cameras with an SD card in. No, surely exactly. it's all part of like a central database. Yeah, but again, they're probably never going to release anything like that because there's a high probability of uh, security like floor, seeing yeah, somebody in there. Seen like, side, yeah, yeah, and um, seeing someone other, turn to fucking jelly. My other, um, I still think something's up with the Pentagon, just release a video of the plane hitting, considering the amount of CCTV footage that was confiscated around the area. Yeah, but they said the, the, the recorded footage was only like one, one or like between one and yeah, four three frames. frames three frames, three frames. It was one of one of flying in, one of nothing, and then the other one of impact. So it was right. like, and it, and it was 500 miles an hour or something like yeah. that. So it was you, basically frames per second was probably one on those cameras was probably like 12. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. So it's, you know, you're probably going to get 
Nothing. Nothing. Five hundred miles per hour is fucking. For the amount of for the amount of other CCTV uh, places that well places that had their CCTV confiscated within like several like ten minutes of the impact, just release something, show a plane flying down. You don't even have to show the impact. Just yeah. show something because, as to this day, we've never seen an image of a plane, and I don't understand why. I think we will, though. I think there'll be there'll be obviously like disclosure with the aliens and stuff. I think more and more will come out. I think after like people will get through. They're like, let's get through the twenty year anniversary, and then we'll just slowly we'll just yeah. slightly yeah. release stuff. Put this yeah, whack this on the uh, FBI yeah. website, or and then whatever. we'll do another episode <laughs> when yeah, they yeah. do disclosure. I mean, okay. I, I mean, we're going to know loads more. Like those more will come out over time. Eventually, yeah, yeah. I Is mean, I think Biden more? recently had said that he wanted like a full yeah, disclosure yeah, on on, disclosure on the day, um, and I think it's about time. I think it's about time. I think right well, now. I think we've done. I think we've done our darndest to uh, disclose everything. Um, obviously, there some there's big conspiracies around the pilots and whether they were trained by at Air Force bases or if they were. Um, non-interested poor students at a flight school in Florida so I think loose change leads you to believe that they were all separately trained at different air force bases yeah yeah and uh, one thing that um, that I was a little bit uh, well they said something on loose change about how two of the um, hijackers lived in an apartment with an FBI informant Mm. and the very click quick kind of edit that they have of disclosing this information they didn't live with an fbi informant they stayed at an apartment complex that an fbi informant was a landlord of yeah so it's like there's that it was such a kind of like a nothing comment like regardless Uh, i don't know about that though because it's i think that if i was living with somebody in an apartment block i know less about them than if i was a landlord yeah like Getting a fucking tenancy agreement, like, uh, have you got a guarantor? Have you got like five months rent in advance? Can I see your Mastercard? Can I see your fucking, you know, your passport and stuff yeah, like yeah. that? And it was like, and these guys, is, I, I mean, maybe it's different in New York. Maybe it wasn't a, a particularly nice flat or whatever. But I kind of feel like well, if you're a were landlord, in- you would know more than you would if you were just a tenant. Yeah, these guys were in California. Right. I think, yeah, these two particularly. That was just a bit wonky with me. I was just like, uh, I've got well, In retrospect, it's kind of like saying, oh, yeah, well, I did I did know him. It's a bit late now. They, you know, yeah, fucking yeah. flown a plane into it. I guess, yeah. again, it goes back to the fact that the FBI and CIA don't talk, didn't talk to each other at the time. And they, the FBI informant probably didn't know that they were on a watch list. So, therefore, he didn't have any reason to suspect them because they weren't the on CIA the right and watch. the FBI barely no, spoke to each other, exactly. didn't they? There was no, there was no, there was no contact between them. So a lot of this, and I wrote this actually in the uh, in the notes for this this episode is that nine eleven, uh, however you look at it, was a failure of the intelligence agencies to stop something that was quite blatantly going to happen and a lot of people knew about it. So whether it was intentionally uh, let happen or just through sheer um, incompetency let happen, um, the the main failures around 9-11 was was within the intelligence agencies not talking to each other or trying – not not the fact they didn't talk to each other. It was that they – it was like a, a dick swinging contest. Who who was better, FBI or CIA? And right, that's, yeah, that's what I and, got from it. Is and that, or, and also, what 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 didn't help with the situation was Dick Cheney was the one that allowed and conducted or authorized and conducted all of the war games that went on that day. So the um, NORAD 
had practically no fucking chance of, I don't know, acting accordingly because there were war games going on all across the country at the same time for the same event. So what a great way to confuse the country's defence. It was also to do with budgeting as well. They, it was. they explained oh, in the okay. documentary, they're saying that I think they had something like nine planes in the area and like six of them were being used for something else. So like, huh. and the, a woman asks uh, the defense secretary guy, uh, who, no, sorry, the air control guy who deals with us, asked him like, how many would you usually have? And he didn't answer. He just went, because of budgeting, we literally, we were at our limits. So, again, would the intelligence agency use that as an excuse for incompetence or would they use it as an excuse to let something happen? Very good, yeah. yeah. Instead instead of admitting that we are weak, it's easier just to say you are weak because you're not providing the budget that we need for Homeland Security. Let's put taxes up. You know, Uh, like, again, that's just just a domino effect. No, it makes sense, though. It works. Um, Well, it works horribly, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah. It's what we were talking about yesterday with COVID, like give people the option and then if anything happens, it's their fault, yeah, you know, exactly. and then if you want a good resolve, you have to start paying more tax because the NHS is under pressure. Well, like it basically now it's been, it's yeah, been exactly. Yeah, look, you you all, you're all your Ill. grandparents will die. Like again, you know, another fucking yeah. reason, like blame it on people rather than blame it on the system. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Um, is there any other massive i mean we've probably missed loads of the of the big ones i mean we've missed we, loads but we, you know we're we're on a we're on a time scale here like yeah. one that i just want to throw in there for anybody who wants to read any alternative thing to um 9-11 is the wearechange.org they've got some really interesting stuff about the witnesses who witnessed explosions then later dying um not through yeah well <laughs> Research when you're on We Are Change, research the Meals on Wheels scenario because basically the some of the people who are in surrounding buildings were vulnerable people and they all got put in an, uh, an outside building. And because the contract with the Meals on Wheels for that area wasn't the same people because it was in a like far away, they got a new contract from Meals on Wheels. Quite a few people, like I think it was nine in total over like, I mean, all right, there were vulnerable people, so they were probably going to die anyway, but there was a lot of like, hmm, that's a bit weird. They've right, started yeah. eating these weird meals on wheels. But the article that I'm looking at is called 9-11 Witnesses Who Were Murdered Oof, um, on, on wearechange.org. It yeah. might be a DuckDuckGo one, so yeah, have I've a look at that. that. Yeah, I just, yeah. I remember a guy from Loose Change. Um, he's kind of on the corner of, of a building of an office block and he's looking out onto the aftermath of 9-11 like way after it happened and he's talking and talking and talking and then I later found out that he'd been suicided uh, yeah and he basically saying he was struggling with his mental health again another one blogged quite a lot never said anything about yeah. anything like that and we all know but, that bloggers like to tell everyone about their mental yeah. health issues so yeah yeah um yeah, I mean, we've definitely missed something. Please leave them in the comments, your uh, conspiracies, your favourite conspiracies, um, or join the Discord and join the channel that is specifically for this episode because I want to see some of the crazy stuff that we've missed. And if, you, if, we've yeah. missed an, if we've missed enough, then we'll come back and do more. We definitely well, gonna do I was going to suggest maybe maybe we have a poll for like 
whatever people want to hear us deep dive on, like the theories that people want us yeah. to talk about. Because that again, there's so yeah. many fucking theories. Like yeah. you know, even if it was one about like I heard it was you know an army of fucking rabid dogs who did it. it like was. you know, I'd rather talk about that than like all the really serious stuff because it's depressing. Yeah, yeah they're, they're Arabian hounds. Um, the, <laughs> yeah, I, I think. We've we've done our best to kind of cover a blanket cover the conspiracies because there I, are so I, many. Yeah, I think that we have um, we've done a good job in building it. Well, looking at it in the way it kind of is is perceived in this kind of modern era compared to when September 11th occurred. Getting all of the the tosh and shit sort of out the way. Whereas the history, for instance, in part one, the history and politics to me is the biggest conspiracy. Of, of, of it all because mm. there are so many politicians and so many presidents um, who are involved in in one way or another and how it just, series of events just led to this yeah. one particularly possibly planned event that one day the US government were like, well, we're going to do this, do this, do this, and do this, and therefore hopefully achieving this to which then we can have and a forever you war for military industrial complex. Yeah. And if you and disagree, yeah, if you you're, disagree. Te- you're against us. You're against America. Yeah. You don't believe in America. And you're you're letting them win. Like yeah. it's a it's a massive psychological. They're taking quiet. your freedom, and if you don't agree with us, you're against freedom. Yeah, we're going to go and bomb these people for no reason. Quite possibly the most orchestra best, most impressive orchestrated uh, attack on its own people through politics and. Yeah. I guess, uh, yeah, yeah, politics. And either way, it was, it was definitely... Uh, America weren't blameless leading up to it. The government, American government weren't blameless in the reasons for if it was the Al-Qaeda doing it. And they definitely have got retribution uh, about a thousand times over. Exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, check out wearechange. dot was it dot net? Is it or dot org? Dot org. Dot org. But um, it's again, it, it's a really, it's good for everything nine yeah. eleven because it's it started along the same time it all came out. So yeah. Yeah, and make sure you're in the Discord. Leave your comments on what you think is like your favorite or your most the, the conspiracy you believe in. Maybe not favorite, obviously, because this is not a. Uh, it's probably not something you want to have a favourite for but if you, there's something you believe and you think we should deep dive into it and talk about it um, put it in the comments absolutely but thank and you grab some socks OG, OG socks. socks god name. NAC for discounts and yeah, if you're interested you in starting a podcast or doing any filming or photography I have to sing this out apparently now uh, uh-huh. go to hellfirestudio.uk use the code NAC and you could be like the cryptid ramblers and me <laughs> and have a podcast here <laughs> but yeah thank you everybody and we'll see you again soon and Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself because I forgot to say that last time oh yeah Ghislaine Maxwell didn't kill herself either Story. <laughs> <laughs> when after first, we definitely won't be the last. We'd like to welcome you.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.